All right. And we are live. Welcome to the Iron Lords Podcast, episode number 88. And it's another glorious Sunday, and we are back at the round table on the Lord's Day. I'm extremely excited about our special guest, and we've got Sony skipping E3, more PlayStation 5 rumors, a discless Xbox console, and our Game Award predictions to discuss. So we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce a Lord whose steady and continued rise as a content creator has been an absolute pleasure to watch. Not only does this Lord consistently stay on top of the generation's new cycle, but he always breaks things down with fantastic technical acumen and a balanced viewpoint. Introducing the creator and host of the Mods Gaming YouTube channel and Gamestechnica.com. The IT engineer by day, YouTuber by night, and the Lord of Poland, who continues to make his walk on the next generation. Making his debut into the realm of the Lord. My man, Lord Mods Gaming. How are you doing, sir? Oh, that's that's what I call an introduction, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be able to, you know, to actually come up with something like that, honestly. You know, I'm, I'm so glad I'm here. Uh, obviously, great topics, great panel. Uh, you know, one of the most entertaining and informative at the same time kind of podcasts I came across on YouTube. I love to watch you every day, guys. So, um, you know, I enjoy it. And I'm so glad that I'm here today. So, yeah, let's let's do it. Much appreciated. I'm a huge fan of your content, man. Good to have you in the realm. We're going we're gonna to have some great topics to talk about, some tech to talk about. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, same here, same here. Oh, yeah, let's do it, man. So, of course, we have the uh, Four Horsemen of Gaming, the original lords of the realm here at the Royal <laughs> Table with Down One Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. I think that sounds like what? Eddie! <laughs> man! Down. down today. Unfortunately, addict that called into the realm of work. <laughs> so you got to do some OT today, but you know, maybe we get them later on. We'll see. We'll see how that works out. But of course, we have our most technical gaming lord, the solo gamer who lives for the single player selfish experience, and also the Softradamus. Mr. Offline Profile Illuminati and Lord Patreon of the Iron Bank. My man, Lord Sovereign. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. I'm half asleep, as, <laughs> oh, as is customary, but I'm good. <laughs> I got a flight tonight. I'm going into going to paradise, so I ain't mad at nothing. <laughs> Where are we going? Where are you going for the flight? Let's go. I'm going, I'm going home to motherland. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Ricardo. Yeah, so it's a couple of days, you know. No Spend time with the family, Thanksgiving, doing that. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, that, that, that's pretty much it. I'm doing good. I, we had a fantastic time, and I know you guys will elaborate at medieval times. Oh, oh my <laughs> glorious! Glorious! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, a lot of debauchery. <laughs> yeah, that, that was great. That, that was absolutely great. I I thought it was going to be subpar. Experience. Yes, that you know they they can't tell how good it is or how bad it is, but everything was top notch. Like everything was top notch. I thought it was right that we had a great time. Absolutely, I have to agree with you there. As far as games, you read that stories? Come on, man. You know that. That's the get too too far this week. I didn't do much, but uh, I do have a few anecdotes in my Red Dead recap. So this week I died a lot, man. A lot of. <laughs> because I guess that's what happens when you're 
the bounties in every county. So go people are aiming to murder me and when when you have a high bounty <laughs> like you're talking where from like seven to ten bounty hunters at one time coming at you with dogs and everything and the thing about it is that in this game you always get a warning on your mini map that they're coming from a certain direction you'll see like the the outskirts of your mini map get red right but sometimes like it doesn't matter what you're doing like you could be in the middle of doing something and you won't know that they're coming for sometimes i'll sit down at a camp start crafting weapons whatever potions or whatever and, and they'll be coming for you you don't notice they'll stop you in the middle of what you're doing and then jump you and that by that time you're not gonna be done because if the dogs get you down and they thought you're dead like these guys <laughs> they come at you from all angles so Mm-hmm. I died a lot. Um, and then the second thing is that I I met up with those those white hooded superheroes and <laughs> superheroes. Are you stupid? <laughs> and oh man, it was it was glorious. So I I accidentally ran to one of their you know in, in initiations in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. And uh, so they were around the fire, right? And they were, um, I guess, the one member they're initiating, I, you know, whatever the initiation encompasses, like you have to light the the cross on fire or whatever. I don't know if they were burning someone at the stake. I, I couldn't really tell that. I, that might be a thing. I don't know. So I lay back because I'm like, you know what? I want to see this play out see what happens before I murder them. <laughs> so I'm hanging out behind the tree. Uh-huh. The dude is being initiated, sets fire to the cross, mm-hmm. and accidentally sets himself on fire. <laughs> yeah, I was a little burns and burns himself to a crisp, right? So the other members start, yeah, they're like, oh, we're out of here. Oh, I, I guess mm-hmm. they start leaving. And I'm waiting in the wings to oblige them, dynamite, <laughs> and um, explosive rounds. Mm-hmm. So I murder all of them. <laughs> save, save for the leader. So the leader sort of held back. So it was perfect. So uh, he, he was sort of the last one that I. So rather than kill him with dynamite or explosive rounds, himself. I hogtied him, <laughs> <laughs> and then proceeded to put him on the back of my steed, <laughs> and transport him. Yeah, and, and transport him to the tracks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Where you know I proceeded to wait for the the, the morning train <laughs> and had a glorious flat all over. So yes, savagery. <laughs> Yo, it is hilarious that game. The things you could do in that game. And the funny thing is that once you when you hogtie and you put them on, the- mm-hmm. if it, you know they're they're they'll be arguing with you, like he'll be cursing at you, like yeah, yeah. And so you. Yeah, I bet. yeah, so you can you can slap him so he can knock him out and shut him up. <laughs> Savagely by some. Yeah. yeah, so hey, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss not this this coming week, but <laughs> yo, solve your mic a little bit. I don't know if you're going in and out or something. Yeah, your, your I mic is yeah, your mic's dope. is it? Yeah, the connection thing, maybe. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. If you can drop in, drop back out, see if that'll fix it. Yeah, I'll do that. All right, no doubt. And of course, we have the Incredible Hulk of this, aka the Excess Gamer. Ooh. The Lord of Combat Sports, who is a man of his convictions, demands nothing less than that premium experience, and is the leader of the fraud alert movement. Ooh. <laughs> Beloved Lord King. How you doing, sir? First and foremost, uh, I would like to say 
uh, happy birthday uh, to a lord that um, I mean, I I, I didn't expect back what uh medieval times were supposed to be like you see it you know you see it like it is a joke and uh you know people uh have fun and they tease you and they're like how oh, you going to medieval times <laughs> whatever fool like and i'm not gonna lie i think it beats your birthday last year with the um you know the, you know we was dressed up or whatever you know the gangster muggsy bowls but this one, this one will always have a special place. I mean, besides the the horn and the meat and the feed us and, you know, and I'm not saying wenches because a lot of people were on the <laughs> timeline, you know, being rude. Hey, that was rude. You're not supposed to. They, they, my guess. <laughs> yeah, they, they maidens, sir. They are maidens. Um, <laughs> and, but it, like 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 Sovereign said, it was top notch, and uh, for my man to you know have his birthday that day and to be there, and you know everybody rocking ILP, Ooh. and you know the crowd like they they were looking like who is these people? Like what's going on here? <laughs> they're they're into it, and they're not even part of the show. <laughs> It was such a great thing, and I'm I'm glad to build that memory with you. So salute and cheers to you. The horn will be drunk in your name. Um, you still got salute. that executioner drink inside? Oh no, that that was gone. I had a couple of other drinks last night. I'm trying to work that off right now. Shout out to that black uh, raspberry Ciroc. Uh, hey, oh yeah, I saw. Uh, I could have picked that up. Yeah, brother. Um. Oh, also, I would like to. Tell my daughter, Delilah, mm-hmm. happy birthday. Oh, happy She's birthday. 15 today. Delilah Johnson. Yeah, mm-hmm. 15. Well, Man, you boy. We're getting old. I remember when she was a baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> am, I, am I still wild? I'm good right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah you sound better. Yes. Um, What have I been playing? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, my, with, with my fraud uh, self, I've been playing God of War 2. Uh, it's up team level, like really uh, getting everything out of the game. Like you know, unlike Attic, you know, which speed run games and you know doesn't do the the, the minor minutia. I myself like to get a deep dive in a game and yank out every last nickel that they owe me. Um, <laughs> and I've been I've been just like grinding. I see how they set the game up. They set the game up that it's a, a to put in those hours is to get those grinds to to just level up certain end game material mm-hmm. and and it's random a lot of that stuff is random drops so you'll be there for hours mm-hmm. looking for a certain material and when you give up looking for that certain material you'll get it um so like plenty of times i've given up but i've played rise and shine that's in game pass okay. which is a beautiful game it's a beautiful shooter uh, and it's it's nice and it's funny and it, and it, and, it, and it plays with itself uh, with the humor. Um, what you should do is check it out. It's inside Game Pass if you have Game Pass. If you don't, remember Game Pass is a buck. Um, yeah. for the new people sure. that's joining in, mm-hmm. uh, let's get those subscriptions up. Let's knock that PlayStation now back to yesterday. <laughs> oh my! Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was funny. I, I I don't want y'all to really because yeah, you heard me just say. 
I play on PlayStation as well. So don't sit here running around with, oh, King, you're just an Xbox lover. Like, no. No, I actually don't really like the Switch that much. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I have new content. We got to shout out our Lord Vogels Krieg in the chat. He said, good morning, my lords and ladies. Hey, King, it's my birthday also. And happy born day to your daughter. So salute. Happy born oh, day. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, season this week. Oh, y'all got to drink it up. Have a great time. Oh, um, and also, um, Lord Fraud. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> the Bethesda lover. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna go in on your game because your game went in on itself. Wow! Uh, right? It actually folded its own evening. But <laughs> how's that spiral though? Because I ain't see you talking about that Fallout 76. <laughs> Yo, shout out to the internet, man. They had to, shout out to clowns, man. Italian clowns. He had some uh, from four guys recorded. He had some funny things of uh, some of the glitches and stuff people were experiencing. Shout out to Alcoholic Cat. I had no idea it was it was the way it was. <laughs> like I didn't think it was that bad. So did you see it, Bob? Did anybody see these what's been going on with seven Fallout 76? It's just I mean, I think what people feared about the game was that um a lot of people, you know, Fallout has always been a single player experience. Now they're putting mm. it into multiplayer realm. But the thing about it is that they they're counting on people wanting to play with each other in a game that they've never traditionally played with each other in. So mm. it's like you have to alter your expectations for the experience. Right. And if that means that the game is a little wonkier and glitchier than you even expect from the single player game, that's a problem. If you don't find a lot of people in the game, <laughs> that's sort of a problem. And the yeah. fact that they, there's no NPCs, there's no real NPCs in the game. Nothing there. Yo, <laughs> shout out to Bethesda <laughs> for having the only game that was in beta form that came out the same way it went in. In beta form. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, man. I go have this, man. We can go in on his baby right now. <laughs> I don't see him in the chat. He was there a second ago talking about <laughs> Spiral. Where you Lord, at? Lord Matt, did you get a chance to uh, check out Fallout 76 or was it something that didn't interest you? No, not really. I mean, like to be honest, like I, after the beta and stuff, I was like, oh, I'm not into this. Like, you know, I actually like. Uh, to be fair, like um, I love previous, um, you know, Fallout games, like Three, New Vegas, and yeah, I actually enjoyed uh, Fallout Four. Like, I actually played it in, on both Xbox and PC. To be honest with you, right, like twice. But um, no, Fallout seventy six is not really for me because I, I'm more into like story driven games rather than. Uh, just like you know, multiplayer. I, I mean, I like multiplayer games, but it's mm -hmm. more to do with you know, let's. I like to play you know, some shooter and that kind of stuff rather than uh, online kind of RPG games. Like, I even like the Morrowind online and stuff. I tried it for a bit, but just wasn't for you. No, not my cup of tea, basically. Okay. So, I, I actually skipped like Fallout 76 totally. And when I saw that <laughs> it's threw actually, it in the bushes. <laughs> yeah, it in the bushes. And when I saw that it's running at 12 at 12 frames per second, I was like, no man. <laughs> but, no, I can't I can't do it. That was a next gen for Lord Matt. Well, well I heard I heard they got two more frames on that. I mean three more frames on it. So they got it up to 15. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, oh you, know, you know what that may be. I'm not sure if you guys um, are aware, but like uh, Sea of Thieves on PC mm -hmm. has actually a 15 frames per second option, right? Wow. So maybe what? they did that they did the same with Fallout 76. <laughs> I don't know. 
He has a toggle switch inside. That thing thing has to switch. Don't throttle To throttle the frame rate. <laughs> got a frame rate throttle. <laughs> oh my god, you're savage. And of course, we have the gaming ninja himself, the Shinobi, Lord Cognito. Spread that realness in the realm of the ILP. Not telling you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. First off, amazing birthday weekend. Truly. Truly want to thank all the lords who were able to come out and attend the great feast, the royal tournament. We had too much fun, like Kick said, like and Lord Soft said, like I didn't expect it to be that good. <laughs> to be honest with you, like I had came in with very low expectations, and uh, like like Kick said, man, we had a ball. Drinks were great. King was trying to get me to bend the knee to the queen. It was not happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know something? If let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you, don't ever go there with me. I'm taking my son there in January. We're going in January for his birthday. But if I knew, because they got little things, and please right. read the sheet to stuff that you could do, some weirdo things that you can do in there. Because it's about the highest dollar in that place. Your coin yeah. Yeah. in that realm. Okay? I am banking the, the palm greasing is in effect. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know. I I, I would have geared up for this. I would have literally put away at least two grand for this. <laughs> because to have Lord Cognito on his knees, because <laughs> they put you on, yo, they got a segment gotta, when you walk in the door to subjugate you on your day. <laughs> in front of the queen. Get on your knees. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you're being knighted. So, I mean, yeah, you're being subjugated. Like, yo, the way they do it, they put a nice little pillow down there for your knees. Like, <laughs> I was like, why is there a bend the knee segment here when you come in? Like, what is Oh, this? my God. Yeah, and the crowd. Yeah. I, I was, I was because at that moment, people are gathering up and knighting people, everyone's bending their knee or whatever. And at that moment, you can run to the back and I guess pay for someone and to pay. Get him, him on his knees. And I was like, oh, man. So I'm looking at them like, you better not. Go. <laughs> I couldn't because I was, I was doing a live stream and I was like, I got to make it to the bank to pay for his knee and I got to do this. <laughs> but they had swords there. Yeah. Listen, you can literally, oh, the drink game, yo. Ooh. Don't go in there thinking you're getting soda for five dollars. <laughs> soda for listen, I, you just heard what I just said. No soda for five dollars. No soda for five dollars. The minimum drink in there is fifteen bucks. All right, straight up. <laughs> so just know that part right there. Yeah. If you plan to get saucy, get saucy before you go. Do it like Cable Guy and bring your own. <laughs> yeah, there's differences in that spot. There's the uh, the Lord of this is not a this is a definitely a Lord space. It's not a Lord of the Common Folk. No, <laughs> no, not down with the peasants. Yeah, it's not no. the Commons in here. <laughs> no, no, I tried to get Lord Cognito to purchase the horn. Yo, the whole, was, I should have purchased it. I should have purchased it. But what it is, I got caught up. They had a drink called the Executioner. And I was just like, yo, this. Yeah, that was. Remember, I already had a goblet. Shout out to Lord Kaibatsu. So I was just, you know, pouring up the goblet, getting loose. You know what I'm saying? Then we got in there. Salute to the black and white knight, to the true knight of the round. Oh, yeah. the hell oh, with Dreamcast that knight. guy. <laughs> that was Dreamcast the hell guy. with that knight. That guy looked Dreamcast just guy. like Dreamcast guy. <laughs> and that was my dude. He fought valiantly for the realm. He won the tournament. He fought for me. It was fixed. It was jobbed. He jobbed his way to the top. 
I don't know what's going on. The night that I chose Bed at Night, he was definitely the man. If you've seen the pictures, I took a picture with Bed at Night. I told him he's a real winner. I even, I even told him when I'm standing. I understand they told you to, you know, to take the job. I understand. Don't worry about that. You know, you the real, you know, knight of the realm. The hell with these other dudes. Well, shout out to them though. The jousting was kind of lit. Like they, I mean, no, it was. like I will say this, like soft, like they are very skilled in there. Like what they like they you really you can't go in there and be like, yeah, I want a job. Like you know, it's not happening. Like you have to have training. Yeah, man, that that is what's up. They, I wanted to see somebody mess up. Yeah, I was waiting for that too. Like, you know, squire and stuff, and then they was doing the horse tricks. And shout out to the dude who had like the raven flying across. Oh, that dude, that was crazy. How do you train an eagle or a raven to do this? No, he, it wasn't a raven. It was a it was a hawk. He had a hawk. Okay, and you know, a raven is a is a giant crow. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely not going on, and he's not training those guys. Um, <laughs> and it was no eagles. Um, I was like, yo, how he's not pooping on people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> birds, the bird. I, I thought birds can control their bowel movements, and this dude was flying through the crowd. I was like, hey, all right now, okay, hey, and he's just swooping past people, and then the guy snatches the bird out the air. I'm like, yo! It was crazy. And the, the control he had, he had it swooping every section of the whole castle, at, like going over fans. Like, I don't know how this man, I don't know how you train that. Like, that was amazing. And oh, was shout that? out to Merlin. Yeah. The man Merlin. Uh, Merlin. Lou. <laughs> I think the yo. queen was mad at us because we kept taking pictures. Man, with- the hell with the queen. Yo, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you straight up. When we walked in a place, you know how when you see somebody, you're like, oh, my man, he, oh, I saw him from across the room, and I said, my man is definitely about all his medieval times. I'm taking a picture with him. Him. And it was like, do you want to take a picture with the queen? They tra- kept trying to push me. I was like, no. I don't care about that queen, man. I said, but your man Merlin over there, though? Use the man. And he was like, you sure you don't want to take, no, I don't care about her. I care about Merlin, though. You that dude. Let's go, Merlin. You guys know. You Are you good? No, no, no. I'm good, man. I, 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 I'm in there for all that. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Lords for making it. This is definitely will be a birthday to remember. We were the fools of the party in there, had way too much fun, and I definitely will never forget this one. So salute to the Lord. Oh, kids are bloodthirsty. Be careful for oh, children. Yeah. Kids want blood in there. That's crazy. So um, yeah, other than that, oh, that's right. They were like, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Like they act like it's a Spartacus to the death, and we like, yo, it's a reenactment. No, no, kill him. <laughs> they had sex with a night would win, and then they asked, I guess they asked the queen if they want to murder them. The kids like murder them. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <It's crazy. laughs> Shout out to the thirsty kids in medieval times. <laughs> oh, real quick, man. Shout out. Shout out to our chat and shout out to our YouTube commenters. Like like any show, you have your lovers and you have your haters. <laughs> and last week we had somebody, and, I, and I'm sure he's a lover hater. He's just he hates for the sake of hating. And he he got out there and made some disparaging comments about our show. <laughs> and you guys probably oh, probably jumped to the rescue. You guys really jumped in and be like, well, hold up, hold up, get out. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Yo, shout out to our, our YouTube comment chats because, yeah, we definitely had us. 
situation in there. So it was very upset. And uh, y'all, y'all, yo, y'all just gave him the bid. I, w- I didn't even have to respond. Like I looked at they bombed him. I was like, oh, I gotta check that out. Oh my god. Eighty-seven comments <laughs> chat. Y'all was lit. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love. So thank. You for listening and hating us. I could please continue to do so. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, man, that's pretty much it, man. Just waiting for that a uh, little bit of destiny. Um, and uh, what you are waiting for the PC Rick should be uh, one more week, and that'll be it. So now that we've gotten into what the Lords have been playing this week, I want to start off with Lord Matt's his video game system history. Being a gamer in Poland, his career in IT, and his journey into creating the extremely informative Mods Gaming YouTube channel. So, Lord Mods, let's start from the beginning. What were, like, some of the first video game systems you had, and what got you into gaming? Oh, well, I mean, mean, like, I think that the first console I ever, like, played on was the Atari 2600. Um, But I I must have been, like, six or seven years old or something. Mm -hmm. And and the thing is, like, you need to be aware that, you know, back back then, I mean, mean, Poland was a communist uh, country, right? So, you know, it was really difficult to get, like, you know, like that was a premium thing, premium device, right? It was not something that you could get get and grab from the, you know, store shelf and stuff. To be honest with you, back then, there was nothing on the store shelves in Poland, right? (laughs) Honestly, right? But let's not like, get into this. But the thing, like that was the first thing I actually um, had a chance to play it in at my uncle's uh, neighbor, mm-hmm. because I uh, back then I actually visit them quite often. Uh, um, and um, I think the, like the two games I remember was River Ride, mm-hmm. and I think Pong, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so really? I'm, yeah. So these two, but like as I said, like I played it a couple of times. So that was a, the first time I got exposed to like gaming, to be honest, with you, right? But then um, when I got a little bit older, and I think I must have been like in second grade or something. Mm-hmm. Um, um, well, my colleagues from from school actually, you know, started getting those uh, computers because mm-hmm. like consoles back then here in Poland were were not really uh, popular. If anything, really? yeah, I mean. I think that the part of the reason behind that was the fact that there was nothing, not, nothing, there was nothing really in Poland, as in like you couldn't get like you know too much of electronics and stuff, right? So like consoles were not popular. If I, I really remember my first couple of years of like gaming was literally on computers, right? I'm talking mm. about computers like Commodore 64, like um, uh, Sinclair, uh, no Sinclair ZX. Mm-hmm. 81 or something i think i my 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 very first computer very first gaming system at all was actually commodore 64 right so nice. a computer mm-hmm. um i remember my colleagues had uh, having atari 65 xe mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff so th- these were like basically uh, eight bit computers right yes um yep. so i wasn't really exposed to consoles almost at all so you know, like consoles like um uh, Nintendo Entertainment System or like Sega or something. I mean that that was something very you know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that these kind of systems actually exist, right? Gotcha. Um, and the thing is, like, uh, like so, I, I had a Commodore sixty four. So I had that like for a year, maybe two. Then I actually moved on to uh, Amiga five hundred. Amiga, wow. Yeah, these were these were very popular over here. Oh, um, huge. Yeah, 
yeah and you know amazing machine so and the thing is like it actually it kind of like um it made me to to some degree you know these computers because the fact that i i i had computers i actually not only gamed on it mm -hmm. i also you know tried yeah uh, i tried a little bit of basic programming and that kind of stuff and i think that i think that's the way i kind of got into it and stuff later on in my life Mm -hmm. uh, because I got exposed to like technology and stuff, not only gaming, uh, but let's face it, 90% of my time on Commodore 64 and any computer I had was basically gaming, right? <laughs> um, I mean, I told my I told my parents actually, I I, I need this computer for um for for education, right? I will slip. And yeah, you know, I, to be honest with you, I don't know. I, I would have to go back to my father and ask him whether he believed me or not. But <laughs> anyway, I, I guess it worked because actually it worked because they bought it. They, they yeah. bought the computer. And um, and then obviously you know yeah. I you know question, a quick question because um, yeah. you you made a difference like what I'm noticing with the difference is that you know from a computer standpoint it didn't seem uh it seemed like consoles wasn't as prevalent so in your case like your friends didn't have consoles did everyone kind of have Commodore 64 around you Amiga yeah. around you was that kind of like the norm for your friends yes 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 um, yes okay. um I mean that that was this, that was the thing here in Poland because like. Um, you know, you could get, uh, actually it's, I'm not entirely sure why that happened. Maybe because of the fact that it was actually easier to kind of, um, um, to persuade somebody to buy a computer because you could use it for something else other yes. than gaming. Sure. And, you know, well, people were, were rather poor here in Poland back then. Right. So gotcha. we didn't really had uh, enough uh, a lot of money. So that kind of like, you know, entertainment systems, right. Like computers were something that, you know, that, you know, Xbox when Xbox one X is a premium console, right. Mm -hmm. But like Com Commodore 64 or Atari 65 XE back then was like super premium product. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, that's why I got exposed. <laughs> to, like, like, you know, he has money. <laughs> he has the computer. Yeah, honestly, him. <laughs> honestly, yeah, yeah, that, that was the case. You know, uh, really. Right. And the thing is, like, um, on top of that, uh, around the same time, obviously, I was exposed to like games uh, in, you know, I wouldn't even call it like arcade saloons or anything like that, because you know, you probably guys had like a proper shops where proper like places where you could right. like go and, you know. Um, play these video games and stuff you know we we back then we had like you know basically um that wasn't even a proper gaming uh, you know places like somebody actually made well, it what was the first arcade machine that you saw That's in right. poland like yeah. you know how see because the reason why i say this is is uh -huh. because the shops that we had around where we uh in new york mm -hmm. um very randomly, you would see in a grocery store. Yeah, you stole my top point. Kid. Yeah, an mm -hmm. arcade machine just a pop up in the grocery store. It has no mm -hmm. business being there, mm -hmm. but you know, you walk in, you're like, "Oh my god, they got Donkey Kong!" Hello, mm -hmm. like, um, and, and you you put your money inside. So, what was the yeah. first arcade machine that you just like stumbled across in some part of Poland that mm -hmm. you had to make it your business to get in there and to? drop your quarters inside to that arcade machine that actually brought you back to it good question um i think that was galaxy i'm not Ooh. sure if that was uh, one on two or something like that but that was galaxy for sure 
And I actually spent quite a lot of money on that machine. <laughs> Me, like, you know, playing on that machine. Where was it? Because you said they weren't, like, dedicated arcade, like, so to speak. So, like, where, like was it like a local store or...? Um, well, that, that's the thing. Like, back then, it was more, more of a, like, somebody, uh, like, you know, like... When you have when when you have when you have those um, barracks or something where you're like you've got like building guys like moving from one place to the other to the other after you know when they you know working on some construction stuff, so you've got those like barracks where they you know keep their closest and stuff. So we had similar kind of thing like somewhere at the outskirts of the city, and this guy dodgy guy right you know had a couple of arcade uh, like machines. He would actually go and that guy, it, 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 everything was dodgy back then. <laughs> If my mom would know that, if, if she knew that I was going there, like back then, she would, she would never allow me to go there. Her angel was around criminals. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, um, excuse me, sir. I'm just here to play the video games. You can do your murdering over there. Thank you. <laughs> We've yeah. been in many a dingy arcade in our yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, in that case, we had the same, right? <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the criminals. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So around that time, you know, I, I got uh, Commodore 64. Then I uh, kind of moved to uh, Amiga 500. After a while, I got into PC. And actually, I must have been uh, like you know a teenager back then. I actually even like I, I got into it to the degree that I actually started building my own PCs and stuff and selling that for money. Um, that was pretty cool because like you know I actually loved it. So um, you know m maybe that's why I, I still have this kind of because people sometimes ask me, oh, Matt, why do you like Xbox? I mean, it has no games, right? Everything is on PC and stuff. But the thing is, like you know, like. For so many years, I was into PC gaming and computers and that kind of stuff. And the thing is, like with Xbox, is like mm -hmm. it 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 offers me options. I love options, right? I because see. like you've got uh, you've got so much more like flexibility on computers and stuff. Mm -hmm. So when you've got a console, I love consoles right now because I'm I'm rather I'm I'm of these guys that actually like to like sit with a mm -hmm. uh, you know controller rather than mouse and keyboard. Mm -hmm. um, like and me. so, but the thing is, like Xbox actually offers me like a lot of options as well, right? So I actually like that the now it's not that I I I'm it's not like I'll be bashing other consoles stuff. I've got right. PlayStation Four Pro as well, right? But like you know th this kind of history, I guess, with PCs and computers, you know, from my childhood, right? Mm -hmm. um, I I think it kind of forward my kind of preference towards PCs and, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. actually, you know, I'm one of those guys, uh, I'm one of those Xbox guys that, that actually love the fact that Microsoft is actually trying to uh, build this one huge platform where you can play yeah. everywhere, anywhere, no matter whether that's PC or mm -hmm. Xbox. I love it. I was, you know, when actually, I was actually, you know, I remember when people actually, were kind of complaining like two or three years ago where when Microsoft started announcing those things that, oh, right. this, this game is going to be on PC. This is going to be play anywhere. I was like, really? <laughs> really? And people were like, no way. You know, because, was like, because that's was your like, pedigree, what? right? That's where you're yeah. from. So yeah. it makes you feel more comfortable. I got a question, right? Yeah. Um, being that you said that, you know, Microsoft and stuff like that, did you purchase the original Xbox? The first one, yeah, I, yeah, I had the, one, yeah. All right, it was, the first. It was, you know what? It 
I love this machine. Actually, you know, I actually sold it like, you know, because like back then I didn't really have a lot of money. So I couldn't like keep my console because in order to buy another one, yeah, I had to trade in it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but like, you know, the thing is like the thing about Xbox or OG Xbox is that it's, it's the best console and PC at the same time. You know, you can mod it. You, you can actually do so much stuff on it right now. It's a it's an ultimate uh, emulation machine right now. I mean, you know, them them there's a lot of mods on it and stuff like, um, and, it, and there was a lot of mods back then as well, right? Right. So I actually, um, you know, so I I, I pretty much owned all Xboxes, like wow. really. Um, interesting, man. I want to ask you another question in reference to like the gaming scene in Poland. So, um, one thing I want to ask you, you, you broke down some differences, but I wanted to mm -hmm. ask, like, what about like conventions and trade shows like obviously you know for us in, in the states we have like an e3 and stuff like that now is gamescom what was that like too far for you was there anything polish centric that you guys can go to to like uh you know check out whatever the latest uh consoles or technology was coming i mean we can now but back then we had nothing like that right i mean at least like beginning of uh, well early 90s there was nothing like that right uh i mean we had some shows but you know the thing is like not sure if you're aware, but like, like on computers you had that it's called it was called like demo scenes, right? Yes. Um, so like you had a bunch of people uh, not making games, but they were actually coding, they were creating, um, they were creating graphics and music for the for those demos, right? And these demos were basically like uh, a mixture of graphics, animation, music, and sometimes text, right? Basically, it's like. It's like making um, a trailer or something like that, right? Yeah. So guys were basically making were making that kind of stuff, and basically, you know, you had um, we had these events uh, back then where people were like, you know, meeting up and sharing these demos and stuff, and mm -hmm. they had some contests, you know, uh, there was a winner and that kind of stuff, right? So, uh, but we never had like proper gaming events. Gotcha. Well, I. At least up to some point, right? Mm -hmm. um, but there's also one more very important thing, uh, like completely different. For, uh, like you know, that's a big difference between like Poland back then and now. Is that you know, right now everything is like um, everything is regulated and stuff, right? Back then it was completely different in a sense that um, you had there was no leg legislation, right? Uh, piracy was a thing, and uh, nobody had an uh, issue with it. You know about that. <laughs> um, and the thing is, like, I remember, no, and really, like, I remember when I actually, uh, when I actually had my computers and stuff, you know, I was actually going to, like, a shop, a store with electronics, like, all kinds of electronics shop, and they had those cassettes, right? Um, and on a cassette, you had, like, 15 games at least, right? Mm. Um so these were like collections of the best com uh, Commodore 64 games, for example, right? And it was all piracy, right? It was, it, but the thing is, it wasn't illegal because right. it was not regulated back then, right? Mm -hmm. Copyrights, there was not such thing as copyrights uh, back then in Poland, right? Okay. So, you know, we were like swapping those uh, cassettes. We were like, you know, uh, copying them from one, from one cassette to the other and stuff. That was a normal thing. Now, obviously, not right now. Everything is regulated. I'm talking about yeah. like because I'm I'm nearly 39 years old right now, right? So back that was like 25, 30 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so you know that that was the way we were getting games, like very cheap. Mm -hmm. uh, and I guess that 
it kind of saved us in a sense that that was the only way we could actually play games. Because I tell you, if we were to play like, I don't know how much games cost uh, did cost like back then, right in the states, forty dollars, thirty. Oh man, I mean, no, <laughs> no. Back, back then you're talking about ninety dollar games easily. Oh Jesus Christ, you know, like <laughs> nobody would buy a game uh, here in Poland because, like, it's it's it, it, uh, I would have to double check, but you know, that's probably a couple of months, kind of like you know, somebody's salary, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Nobody would, uh, nobody would, would be, nobody would afford it back then. Um, so in so, a way, yeah. that kind of, that really kind of helped you because you were able to experience multiple games, you know, at once yeah. that yeah. normally you might not have, you know, been have had access to. So yeah, you, yeah. You, got, you got like a plethora of stuff at one time, which is pretty cool. Mm. And uh, you know, I, actually, you know, it's um, it was a blessing and a curse in a, at the same time to be honest with you, because like back then when I got this cassette with 15 games, I was like, okay, so which one do I try? Which one do I try? <laughs> the thing is, like, after a while, I got bored because I, I didn't really get into any of these yes. games, like, properly, and I skipped over them. I tried some mm -hmm. of them, and then somebody brought me another cassette with another 15 with another games. Let me tell and you. I was like, Jesus Christ. And, thing, and, and sometimes, actually, I still have this kind of um, tendency to, like, Especially with Game Pass, like yes. like yeah. you log into Game Pass, we've got like two hundred games. Like, oh damn, what do I play, right? And that. okay, so I'll try this one. Okay, so five minutes, ten minutes, twenty minutes, another one. And so mm -hmm. sometimes it's you know I, I think it must have uh, like sometimes it with, a negative yeah. effect because I know where you're going yeah. about because it's funny you say that because in New York you know shout to Sav who's assisting us with access of certain things. <laughs> <laughs> What happened is like, you know, solve, but you know, hook, hook us up, and you know, we'd have a plethora of, of games of the system. You know, you know the, the rules of the, the rules of engagement, they all had, all had done. I have right? no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> like, let's let's say in this hypothetical <laughs> world, was sovereign was that dude, and um, <laughs> that dude, yeah, he had a booklet of what did you want to play now. Exactly. He was the original Game Pass. Um, <laughs> shout out to real Game Pass. So you you and, just subscribe to him. I, we just, yeah, basically. So what happened was it was like you said, I would have these book of CDs of these games, and it was just like you would get you get overwhelmed because you would be like, all right, I'm gonna try this, let me try that, and then you end up not finishing anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just have this plethora of games. And and, and I was I've noticed that unfortunately with the piracy scene. I, I, that was the part I didn't like it because you did have everything, but I really never finished anything. And yeah. that's the thing I didn't like about it. But guys, uh, you say no, it's true. I think once you like once you have everything, yeah. you don't you don't appreciate anything about the game. Like you'll play it for an hour and put it down and never play it again. Yeah, I've I've come to the realization that I love console launches for one reason and one reason only: the fresh start that you get to start a new stack. Yeah. That you actually play these games, like because when the new Xbox came out and Rise came out, I played Rise to the end. I played mm -hmm. Dead Rising to the end. I played all these games to the end. And you know, you're sitting at the one point where you're like, "Give me more, give me more." And then I don't know what happens, but somewhere in the middle of that cycle, when it, when it, the library is growing, you become overwhelmed. 
And is you have so many games that you don't really get a chance to play anything. Mm -hmm. And I think this Game Pass and other subscription services is going to remove that from you of Mm -hmm. that newness of the new games because Mm -hmm. the backlog, you will your backlog is going to travel with you from now on, guys. Like (laughs) it's literally going to go. Yeah, there's no no cutoff point on Xbox. That's for sure. That's it. (laughs) So I guess we're going to have to find that newness in hardware. That, that's what I'm just saying, because I, I just thought about it right now, and I said, wow, I, I, I just watched that one little part of me die because I was, I like, when it, when I got the new PlayStation, mm-hmm. the new game's right there, and I finished them to the end. Like, now I don't get a chance to do that. Like, you got mm-hmm. some stuff, you, you let me try this real quick, mm-hmm. all right, and move yeah. on. Hopefully, it's, you know, mm-hmm. grabs my attention, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so definitely, like, Lawbaz, I definitely hear where you're coming from with that. So that, I would say, um, that was during the Xbox era. Now, when you, you move up now, during the, uh, I'm assuming, the 360 era, did you have a, did you have a PlayStation at that point? Or you still- yeah, I mean, you know, here's the thing. Like, you know, um, uh, when PlayStation launched, mm-hmm. 90, 95, 96? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that was around the time when, you know, all these things got finally, like... Um, uh, dealt with. I mean, like piracy and stuff. Uh, I would have to double check the the, the actual mm-hmm. uh, dates and stuff. But obviously, you know, people got so used to everything and stuff. You know, the piracy was still a thing for many years right. uh, after. But at least that was like like a beginning of like a legal market, legal gaming market and stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is actually when um, uh, I think uh, Sony was the first actually because Sony was present in Poland already, right, for many right. years. Because they were like selling selling all kinds of electronics, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like TVs, you know, VCRs and whatever. And whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was actually easier for them because they had distribution kind of points already. So they started like, obviously pushing PlayStation, right. and this is was the, that was the first time when actually they uh, well, well well like you know the publicity of it started in the like you no know, Polish ma- gaming magazines and that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, so, you know, I actually like, and to be honest with you, the, the first time when I actually got into like console gaming was with PlayStation, mm. the, or, the or, original PlayStation 1. Oh, um, and um, uh, I remember like, <laughs> like I was so new to the actual consoles and stuff that I, I you know, I, yeah, uh, yeah I, I bought, I bought PlayStation without the memory card and I got, <laughs> yeah, I got, I, I got, I got Final Fantasy 7, right? <laughs> Did you Final never turn that machine off? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, okay, so I played for a couple of hours and stuff. The first time I actually did it, I liked it and stuff. So I turned it off, right? And you know, thinking that hey, uh, you know, uh that it's probably going to save somewhere because I was actually on PC, that's a normal thing, right? right. Oh, uh, and obviously I had to start all over again. So so obviously oh. then uh, you know, so you know, for a couple of days I was like playing and fooling around, knowing that you know I can save the the game. Right. Uh, so I have, I so obviously f- finally got the memory cards and stuff, but nice. it was funny. Um, so, uh, but I also had uh, because like when I got PlayStation, I got like interested in those machines. I started to re- reading about it. Mm-hmm. I think that was around the time when actually internet was starting being a, being a thing uh, back then. Uh, it was like nineteen ninety six, seven, eight, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I actually was like, you know, um, looking some information on 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 the games and consoles. So I got exposed to like uh, Sega Saturn for a while, 
Um, loving you, man. Yeah, I play. Yeah, I I had it. I had it for a couple of months. Um, Mm -hmm. um, but the thing, but the problem is that there was no official distribution of this console in games. So, so the games was very difficult to uh, come by, right? So I, I had to sell it because, like, you know, I I couldn't afford to to own a system that I wouldn't get any games for, right? So I stayed with PlayStation, Mm -hmm. and then obviously I moved. uh, Actually, funny enough, uh, Dreamcast drop, uh, dropped, right? Ooh, um, uh, <laughs> uh, the thing is, like, I remember I was, uh, because, you know, obviously it was still difficult to get some of these games even popular for PlayStation back then. It was, it must have been like 1999 or, ni- or 2000. Right. Um, and uh, then obviously the second Dreamcast. Everything, were you ordering? Like, how were you getting access? Were you trying to order the game? Did you have a spot? Did no, you- uh, yeah, basically, you, you know, you had certain individuals. I wouldn't even call them. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so these were basically people with connections and whatever, maybe, I don't know. But they were they had access to those games and stuff. And what I did was that, like, you had, like, I had, like, lib- like some couple of games and I would actually swap. So, you know, like with some extra charge and stuff, right? So uh, once I once I beat a game, I went, uh, I was like, you know, I, I, I had to go to this guy and, uh, you know, he showed me like a couple of games and stuff. So I would give him like, I don't know, 20 slots or something. So mm-hmm. I could like uh, swap the games, right? So, so yeah. leave my old games, a game and, and take an, another one. <laughs> and one day I actually went to this guy, right? To, you know, to find some new games and stuff. And he had one of the first uh, Dreamcasts, uh, right? Uh, around and he was actually playing um, uh, M- MS- MSR. So that's Metropolitan Street yeah, Racer. Yeah, right? I love that game. Yeah, well, I love um, that <laughs> when I saw this game, I was like, "What?" Yeah. I, I that was, you know, th- actually, this is something that I'm missing right now. When you actually see a new game, hey, these games actually look stunning and great, mm-hmm. but you don't have this kind of like wow effect anymore, like 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 yeah. back in the days when you I actually agree. like it's it's not it's not the same level because agree. like obviously uh, the like. As per even digital digital foundry, um, you know, videos like the actual technology slow is slowing down a little bit, right? I would agree. Yeah, actually hitting this with this wall. The ceiling. Right the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you know, back then it was like you know it was revolution after revolution after revolution, right? Yes. And like when I actually saw this game, but like first time I was like, damn, that's wow, what 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 a graphic is it is, right? Mm-hmm. So I had to get one, right? So I sold my PlayStation. No regrets. Did you sell it to that same guy that you was dealing with? I don't I don't remember, but I think I think I did because like <laughs> later on I, I, I yeah uh, yeah I, I, I'm a bit the sure Polish, that... he was the Polish Mr. Lee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I went to this guy, obviously, got a Dreamcast, and uh, I was like, okay, so I didn't really know much about Sega other than a couple of games on Saturn back then, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like, oh, okay. So he showed me Shenmue, and he said, like, this, oh, is, this is a game that... Uh, that you you must play on on Dreamcast, and I did. I was like, I was amazed. He was and... a game drug pusher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You know what? Yeah, she was. A, I want you to like, try this, baby. Let's do this ten move, baby. I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but where was paint the picture? Where you mean the location? Like, was this? How did this meeting happen? <laughs> uh, actually, at the very beginning, actually, that was at uh, his own house, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, his own flat. Hey, hey, kid. Come up to my house. I got some game. Listen, I have been in many a shiesty apartment modding systems. You go in there, and and I'm and Kaibatsu will know. We're we're sitting there. Trouble with that too. Yeah, we're we're waiting for our consoles to be, you know, prepared, and uh, you know, (laughs) and 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 weed provider comes in with the, (laughs) and we're like, wait a minute, we don't need to be here right now. Listen, don't feel bad because the laws, like I said, we like how Batsu he put me up in some situations. That, yeah, that dude <laughs> literally had me in Queens yeah, on a street corner <laughs> waiting for this uh rotund individual to come outside. Like I went, knocked on the door, the rotund yeah. individual came out, peeked, saw me, stuck his hand out. I put my system in his hand, he closes the door and says from behind the door after he has my system one hour. <laughs> what? <laughs> one hour. The system comes back, you get it, it's modded. It, it was the funniest exchange. That, that's what showed you like our love of games, the foolishness, the things we were willing the danger to do. you put yourself yeah. in. You put yourself like people we don't even know, and we out here, you know what I'm saying, hustling. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's completely different. Right now, all, all you have to do is just press the button, the game downloads, right? But then, back then, these stories are fantastic. Yeah. So I, I, I got the Dreamcast and, you know, so I, you know, a couple of great games, uh, obviously was, you know, Shenmue 1 and 2. Uh, I finished both of them. Um, Virtual Fighter. Uh, I spent a lot of time with it. Uh, Soul Calibur, obviously. Oh, how beautiful! Uh, yeah, one of the best games. You know, and one of the beautiful, beautiful, most beautiful games on on that system back then. Uh, Dead or Alive, as well. You know, um, I, I used to be more into like fighting games. I'm not anymore right now. But like back then, you know, I was actually playing quite a lot of them. Uh, what uh, like Sony Adven- Sonic Adventures, um, a couple like uh, Sega Rally, obviously, oh, uh, yeah. games. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I still, um, I, I remember the, uh, Berserk, I think that, that was a great game on, on Sega, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. That was a good game as well. So, yeah. um, but obviously, you know, Dreamcast didn't last long because PlayStation 2 came out, bits. <laughs> 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 and you know what? And that was an interesting thing about play- this place, uh, PlayStation, because like, I, uh, like back then, Poland was getting okay because we were not a communist, um, you know, uh, country anymore. But uh, we were we were not in um, European Union yet, right? So the the actual uh, taxes and those uh, border. Um, uh, payments and that kind of stuff that was killing us in terms of like getting any electronics to Poland, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember like to get a PlayStation 2, you had to sell a very good specs PC, right? Wow. Um, and I actually did it, right? I sold my. Wait, well, that was the exchange right back then? <laughs> I don't remember, but like, honestly, <laughs> the thing is like, it, I remember like, uh, 
it must have been like at least like twice the I had to pay pay like double of the double price like of the actual retail price, right? Wow, it was, it was so expensive because these these consoles were coming to Poland from like um, from uh, Germany or France or Germany something, right? Connect. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so you know these were very very uh, because like you know Sony Poland back then wasn't was just starting up with this, right? So you still had. A lot of these dodgy guys, right? Like they were getting those consoles for us and stuff, right? Because the distribution kind of uh, of these consoles were not was not great. Um, so it was funny, right? I mean, it wasn't funny because like I was broke, basically, right? <laughs> the uh, Polish mafia was in his wallet. You got to, to put that money up. You knew the exchange rate was high. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Lee is all <laughs> over the place. I love it. These are the stories of true hardcore gamers. Yeah, that was a hustle. But uh, yeah, I love PlayStation 2. And uh, actually, that was what, that's one of my favorites uh you know favorite consoles ever to be honest with you right i mean it's, it's i mean like so many great games like absolutely different like I, I got obviously i got exposed to japanese rpgs on playstation but obviously then when i first when i saw the final fantasy 10 i was like damn that game looks yeah. fire, right um that, um so like you know obviously uh Gran Turismo, Gran, Gran Turismo Three, one of my one of the one of the best racers, and I think that I think that's my favorite Gran Turismo ever. I spent so much, so many hours on that game, um, and um, I, I guess after a while, obviously Xbox came out, and I was like on the fence uh, with Xbox, but hey. You know, I'm a I'm a graphics whore, so when I saw those games, <laughs> I like King. You sound like King now. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, he saw the Halo and that flashlight <laughs> turned on. He said, "Oh, excuse me, one, please." Yeah. <laughs> and I actually, I actually, you know, funny enough, I actually got a modded Xbox, and you know, I played Ninja, uh, Ninja Guy, the guy then and oh. stuff. And my whole family knew that I was playing playing Ninja Gaiden because it was difficult as hell and i was screaming i was throwing all kinds of stuff <laughs> and uh but i finished it i i did it right so you know a lot of great games obviously on xbox and that that kind of that that, that that's the way i you know that the whole mm -hmm. um you know adventure with xbox started uh, but and to be honest with like ever since i always i always owned pc uh, well, some form of PC because that might have been a laptop or whatever, right? Not always a gaming PC, right? Um, so back then it was more of a like a gaming, uh, like a laptop or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, then um, mm -hmm. and um, obviously, you know, all these consoles, are, as in like Sega was not there anymore because obviously they went bankrupt pretty right. much. And um, and uh, you know, so I had Playstations, uh, Xbox 360s. Uh, and now Xbox One and Xbox One X and PlayStation 4 Pro. So, I mean, I never been a great, uh, a big Nintendo guy, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but I did own a Nintendo GameCube, and I actually, oh, cool. I still remember playing uh, Wild uh, Zelda, mm -hmm. uh, the one on the water. I keep forgetting that. Yeah, the um, Wind yeah, Wind I like Waker. that one. The Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Yeah, Wind Waker. Yeah. I, I, I actually, beat, I actually beat that game. I played a little bit of Mario uh, Kart. Um, what else uh, was there interesting? Um, 
I'm not sure if you remember this uh, horror game Which one? Uh, uh, that was like you know playing with you a little bit Eternal Eternal Darkness. Eternal Darkness. Oh, oh, yeah. That was that was great. Yeah, that was that was a great game as well. Um, and um, yeah, so I had a little bit uh, you know fun with the Nintendo, but for the most part, I was I was really more of a Xbox and PlayStation guy rather than Nintendo. PlayStation PC. I got yeah. it. So I just want to bring this up now, just round it in and, and bring it forward to where you are now. And like, how did you get with the, into the creation of the mod game channel? Like, how did that now, was it just a natural progression because of your love of games and it just made you kind of gravitate towards YouTube? Um, uh, you know what? It, it was funny because like uh, when, during, during PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 era, I was not even on YouTube. Like I wasn't even, re you know, I, I was actually checking YouTube just for like music and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I never, I never followed anyone. You know, I never knew that there's somebody on YouTube talking about gaming. To be honest with you, if I knew, if I if I knew back then, I would probably follow somebody as well. <laughs> um, but like, um, obviously, the, then when Xbox One and PlayStation Four came out, mm -hmm. um, I started like obviously googling stuff and stuff, and I. I Maybe that was a new thing that Google actually was promoting YouTube videos as well. Mm -hmm. But like, I, I actually came across a couple of you know YouTube channels talking about gaming, right? Mm -hmm. uh, mostly Xbox because uh, uh, I owned Xbox One like mm -hmm. pretty much almost day one, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I didn't buy PlayStation Four up until like Uncharted Four release, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so I was mainly looking for uh, information on Xbox One and stuff. And uh, funny enough, there was a lot of like I came across a lot of technical channels, like more, you know, uh, talking about you know power of DirectX 12 and stuff and uh, uh, that kind of stuff. conversations. Yes. Yeah. And um, <laughs> uh, so you know, like you know, I was listening listening to those YouTubers, and you know, there was a couple of them, and um, and obviously I was like. You know what? It's 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 it must be fun to like sit down and talk about those games and stuff. You know, let me try it, right? Mm, okay. Um, and the thing is, like, I made a video. Uh, it took me like a couple of weeks to figure out how to do it, actually, mm -hmm. because I was like, I, I was I was I was doing this for fun. Yeah. And um, I, you know, uh, so I I I think I like the first video I I made like on the phone or whatever, right? And. Uh, made the video, you know, dropped it on YouTube. Nobody watched it for like three weeks and stuff. So I, I left it. <laughs> <laughs> so I left it, right? Because I knew, I knew nothing about SO, uh, uh, SEO optimizations and that kind of stuff. Tags. Uh, mm -hmm. I didn't. I didn't know. I know. I knew nothing about it. Mm -hmm. So um, I think after a couple of months ago, I well, like by by mistake or whatever, right? Um, by coincidence, I actually opened up my YouTube channel again, and I was like, "Hmm, maybe I make another video, right?" Okay. And I and that kind of like I made one, somebody watched it, and I was like, "Hmm, maybe I make another one." Right? <laughs> and uh, you know, it, it, that, that's the way it started. Start right? Fever, let's go. Yeah. yeah Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I kind of like liked it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, my quality, you know, of videos was terrible, but I, I was having fun. And you exactly. know, when I actually started, when I actually you know started it, and I saw that you know I've got interaction from people, and people were saying, "Oh, nice video, man," and stuff. Right? Mm -hmm. It was like, "Hey, it's it's worth it. It's it's nice. it's, it's fun." Absolutely. And um, that's how it started. And you know, 
uh, after a while because like for 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 some time actually i had some issues with my youtube channel as well because mm -hmm. i was doing things wrong and what i you know, i think my first channel was actually shut down by youtube oh wow uh, so I, made, <laughs> <laughs> I made another one you know <laughs> um, you know some of that polish flavor <laughs> <laughs> it's like ah too spicy too spicy <laughs> yeah so you know i think that's how it started and then you know the thing is like it was actually funny because you know, when my first YouTube channel was was uh, shut down, I still had like copies of my previous videos. Yeah. So what I did, I I, I started a new one, and I just dropped all those videos at once. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I had like <laughs> ten or fifteen, and actually, it it actually, you know, I had quite a bit of traction with those videos, because like when you uh, as 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 you know, just like we talked just before the show, when you actually make a lot of videos, the YouTube love it, right? When you feed YouTube, YouTube gives you back you know, those viewers and stuff, right? Because yes. they promote the video. <laughs> and that's how it started, right? I, I'm I, just I, reading I, the chat. <laughs> YouTube knew your dark path. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> so apparently, Google knows everything about you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind that jo Jonathan B character. <laughs> Yo, Jonathan lighten up i just happened to just see that one thing because listen he said uh earlier that you had to have the soundtrack to <laughs> play it in the background to his uh story and it is yo he has been so engaged with you right now you have no idea on the new youtube channel that you had to create yeah so um, obviously you know the the channel i then created is the one that i have right now uh, mads gaming news channel uh, actually it was it was called differently i think it was like md woods whatever right but i changed it later on mm -hmm. um so uh yeah it's it kind of like rolls really um you know i i love talking about like you know more technical side of gaming to be honest with you sometimes i make a review of games sometimes i talk about games like as in like uh what i think about the game but like you know 19 percent of my content is about more obviously more yeah, technical like yeah, you know resolutions frame rate specs uh, i love rumors and leaks and the thing is like i'm trying to mix it up with pc a little bit because like the thing like with these consoles is that all things kind of starts on pc like you know all the architecture and stuff so like even even with those new upcoming consoles like uh you know a lot of stuff is out there we kind of pre we can pretty much predict what may happen with those consoles right? absolutely so um it's not it's it, you know back then when you were when they were like making those consoles like and they were like going uh, going with um completely different like companies like toshiba yeah. or whatever right mm -hmm. they were making cpus gpus for those consoles right mm -hmm. but right now they you've got amd intel nvidia and amd um well yeah, amd mm -hmm. that are making those parts for those pcs and consoles and 
there's nobody else right now. Exactly. So it basically mirrors it. So like you said, you can kind of predict based on what's going on in PC. And I do agree with you. And I wanted to shout you out as far as your growth on the channel, because I definitely see tremendous growth, especially, like I said, your daily tech videos, breaking mm -hmm. down the latest rumors, what could be true, what couldn't be true. And I know the PS5 stuff, we'll get into that later on with the yeah. title. But, <laughs> but no, I really want to thank you, because like, you've been doing a fantastic job with that. You've been killing it with the specs and whether either proving or debunking certain things and that's great to see man so it's always it's good to see the growth man seeing so you keep yeah. it. that's cool so i'll keep pushing i'll keep pushing keep pushing man don't, don't worry about no channel shutdowns we got you <laughs> <laughs> so i want to get into the question that we always ask every guest here at the round table so i need lord mods your top five game franchises of all time Oh, that's going to be difficult. Um, Let's go. Okay. Um, obviously, one of uh, my favorites one, and not necessarily because I still love them, but it, you know, some of these franchises still has are dear to me because what I went through with them, right? Through <laughs> like Final Fantasy. Um, okay. Um, uh, even though I still haven't played. Final Fantasy 15 because I kind of like well, I'm still on the fence, okay. uh, but like previous games and stuff I love them. Um, nice. I was always waiting for another one, especially nice. during the PlayStation and PlayStation 2 era. Absolutely, seven um, without the memory card. So you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So th th that's that's one. Um, uh, then I mean, Gran Turismo probably. I spend a lot of time with this with this franchise as well. Turismo. Um, um, even though I'm I'm more of a Forza fan right now. <laughs> True. Forza Forza is more appealing to me right now, and they actually making stuff. I, although GT Sport is not that bad anymore, right? I play it, and it's it's good now, right? But like, uh, like back back then, you know. Uh, what what they did with this uh, franchise, like you know, on 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 PlayStation and then PlayStation Two, both in terms of like simulation, physics, and graphics, they were like the first to do stuff, right? They they are not yeah. there anymore, but I I hope that's going to change. So we got two. Um, so that's two. Um, what else? Oh, that's difficult, honestly. <laughs> um, Should I include Shenmue with that? Uh, yeah, I was actually thinking about this one. It's that, like that, I spent. I'm actually that, looking forward to Shenmue that you saw. Yeah, I'm. I was so happy when I heard that they actually making another one. Yes. Uh, so I mean, I guess Shenmue is going to be another one. Now, uh, Halo, no doubt about Ooh, it. I yeah. love Halo. Yeah. I love Halo. Um, and um, yeah. so that's another one. One. And um, I want to say Mass Effect uh, because I love this franchise. Love Mass Effect. Um, I love it. And uh, even though Andromeda wasn't really the best, I still enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I did it. And, um, you know, I, I know that people, you know, give a lot of crap <laughs> uh, to the, for this game. But, like, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, but obviously the original uh, trilogy is, is is great. And But to be honest with you, like, these are like five that kind of like came to my mind right now. I probably could sit down and yeah, listen, like find another we, one. Some we all other. do this. We give people the option that when they do come back, yeah. we have the option to revive it. For guys, <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that five for now. Strong, this Lord Mass, tremendous history. 
we've got a lot of show to get into, man. But yeah, that was fantastic, man. It's great stuff. I can listen to those stories all day. Yeah, there was a lot of them. Oh, I, already, I can imagine. I already know you got more. <laughs> the push the teal Poland. Hello. <laughs> he said the pusher. So last week into the show, or last week's poll results are in, and the people have spoken. To the question, now that the Dutch has settled from XO18, in your opinion, did the Inside Xbox Fan Fest show live up to expectation? The winner at 54% was the yes, tons of solid announcements and great studio pickups group. Coming in at second at 32% was the no, we must demand Microsoft improve the quality of the show. And in last place at 14% was the I don't care, Crazy Larry and the White Glove segments always true. Larry! Participated. Lord Mods, what did you feel about, uh, real quickly, uh, what did you feel about the Inside Xbox show? Uh, okay, well, um, <laughs> okay, well, I mean, it's <laughs> a touchy subject. Okay, well, okay. Uh, if we going to call it XO18, it was crap. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And the problem is that you know, and this is the, the funny thing. I actually even had uh, like some conversation with uh, Carl from uh, Kick mm-hmm. Podcast uh, recently okay. on Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, and he was like, "Hey, Maz, why are you, why are you saying that?" I mean, it's like because basically, I feel like it was it was one of the best inside Xbox shows. It yep. might have been a bit shorter and stuff, but mm-hmm. as a, as an uh, inside Xbox show, it was great. It was it was very good show, right? Um, because they had some announcements and stuff. You know, I was actually very excited about like you know Ninja. Um, uh, what's the name of uh, Hellblade uh, coming to uh, yeah. Xbox Game Pass or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, they had obviously the new studio announcements and stuff. So the, the, there was stuff to share, but mm-hmm. but you know. I don't really understand why Microsoft actually mm-hmm. even tried to stick XO18 sticker on it. Because, like, yeah. funny enough, I'm one of those guys that, that if somebody is actually referring to some older um, events, mm-hmm. I will go and watch it. And mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. I did watch some of those shows from back days, from back of the days, right? And they were really good. They had a lot of games. The, the pacing was great. It was Thank like, you. It's, it's like E3. It mm-hmm. was like it was like game after game after game announcements. Exactly, and mm-hmm. you know that was a and and funny enough, a couple of days before the actual show, I was like on Twitter saying that I don't I don't have high expectations. All I want from this show is those two new studio announcements. I want uh, Battletoads gameplay. I want Crackdown three, obviously gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, some smaller titles. I want Ashen. I want um, yeah. Below, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was actually expecting some information on XCloud. Yeah. And uh, and you know what? And half of this stuff that we know it, that these games are coming. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not something that they keep secret, right? They, I mean, Battletoads is apparently going to be released in spring of 2019, right? right. They, I'm, I'm sure they must have some. They must have some sort of gameplay of this game already, right? Mm-hmm. But they didn't say anything about it. It was like I, I get that they are pushing Xbox Game Pass and stuff, mm-hmm. right? But like, if you, if you're trying to make people to perceive this as a, a new brand. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Um, Xbox show for fans or whatever, not another Xbox inside uh, inside I Xbox. What it felt like. I mean, <laughs> make it worth it, right? Yeah, so I'm with you, man. I'm with you. 
that that's my feeling so it's not like it was bad as as in like you know it was totally crap because it wasn't right it was a pretty good show like the pacing standpoint it was very solid but like yeah. it, it all came down to the pacing and that was the thing that i think a lot of people had a problem with and it just could have been presented better you know what i'm saying but as far as if you look at the information on paper and what they actually had to present in the studio announcements there were it was a pretty solid show just based on announcements so i don't think inside i don't think them branding it inside xbox is going to go over well with the mexican crowd uh what they were trying to do they were trying to build a moment so by branding it uh uh um exo 18 uh fan fest right that pops opposed to saying inside xbox fan fest right so that it, it was a branding type of thing it was an image type of thing yes it was the biggest inside of xbox that we got and i understand you're disheartened with uh ash and not being there below not being there and battletoads not being there i can mm -hmm. get that whole thing right there because you know mm -hmm. i actually played ashen and i thought they would show that and tell you when it's coming mm -hmm. um we actually saw below and mm -hmm. you know then you have a back door with that cognito yeah behind the scenes with those guys yeah. the game looked really good yeah yeah he had a deep dive with it he stopped he spoke with with the, the developers and stuff like that and those games that are actually playable that are actually almost out the door should have been highlighted more but i think that that show was one to show the level of engagement inside of probably their number one audience uh as far as mexico which is who knew that mm -hmm. um to give back to those fans and also to have the you know the game pass promotion it was a, a giant game pass promotion to yeah, tell you that absolutely, absolutely. 16 games were coming out and and the studios they wanted to highlight the studios at the end for those people that want to know that other stuff is coming so i can get a lot of the pacing issues um and like kratos said shout out to kratos maybe it wasn't just for us to be honest with you sure. maybe and, and, that, and that, that might be the case you know what i'm saying that definitely might be the case so we're going to get into it. But, um, yeah, we got a poll option coming at the end, so stay tuned for that. So let's get into these topics, y'all. Addict is not here, but then we're going to set it off with his topic. And <laughs> major, major bombshell, y'all. Sony is skipping next year's E3. They're, they're, they're ditching the traditional booth, the press conference. <laughs> I already hear King Yeah, <laughs> and, um, yeah the, uh, the ESA, basically, um, that runs the E3, they confirmed it. And they came out with a statement. It just said pretty much that, um, you know, as the industry involves, that Sony continues to look for inventive opportunities to engage the community. PlayStation fans mean the world to us, and we want to innovate, think differently, and experiment with new and delight gamers. As a result, we have decided not to participate in E3 2019. We are exploring new and familiar ways to engage our community in 2019 and can't wait to share those plans with us. So that broke the internet <laughs> this weekend. There's a lot of discussion. I want to actually start with Sov on this because um, I think me and him have got a chance to talk. Me and Adam talked offline. I know I think I think I know where King stands on this <laughs> on Twitter. And we'll get Madsen after Sov. But uh, Lord Sov, when this broke, what was your feeling? Sony skipping E3. My immediate reaction was, what? Like, <laughs> right, you just you just hear that and you're like, wait a minute, they're skipping the biggest show of the year? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And then after a while, like, you stop and you think about reasons why they possibly would do something like this, right? And it also sort of comes into light, right? So my perspective on this 
is this. Some of it has to do with hubris, right? They're at the top of their game. And come, some of it comes off like we don't need E3 anymore to, to, to excite people. We don't need that audience, right? First of all, uh, let's eliminate that whole narrative that E3 is dying. Mm -hmm. E3 had 70,000 people go there last year. The E3 mm -hmm. is not dying. And if they're talking, if the statement that they made is true about engaging with the fans, E3 is, E3 may be dying as a trade show, mm -hmm. as a fan-centric show, mm -hmm. it is becoming the place to go. Because mm. now fans are engaged every single year. So E3 is evolving into something different, mm -hmm. but it's certainly not dying. And mm. it's certainly not becoming irrelevant. So let's kill that narrative right away. Mm. If this is the, the fan-centric show, right? Mm -hmm. The fact that they're moving away from that is weird. I understand that they're going to understand. They, they, they're announcing PS5, right? Mm -hmm. And they're good. They want to get all of their exclusives in under one roof talking only about <laughs> PlayStation stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I, I can see you wanting to be like, oh, PlayStation is apart from this. We don't need these guys. Let these guys fight it out amongst themselves. That looks good to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. But you're moving it away from where the eyes of the entire world are. Mm -hmm. And and then you're also removing a platform for your third party uh, and, and second party development oh. teams that are that third party teams that are producing exclusive content for you all of a sudden have to wait now to to to, pre to present this stuff mm -hmm. in front of just the PlayStation faithful, really, right? And not necessarily everyone. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I, I mm -hmm. think it's part hubris, part smart move to sort of focus only on them. Mm -hmm. But I don't know how it's going to pan out because if you don't show me anything apart from all the stuff you showed me already if you're just telling me if you're just doing this to tell me that ghost of tsushima that death stranding that right. um last of us 2 are going to be like launch games for mm -hmm. for the ps5 or whatever they're going to be cross-gen games and you're not really showing me much new that's going to blow me away mm -hmm. then i'm like nah it doesn't make any sense to do this why did you go do this right um and, and to be clear i think next year they're back at e3 that you just I was you just read my mind of a question I was gonna ask you. I was like, do you think as a result of it? So based on what you're saying, you feel that like a lot of this is, you know, they don't want to necessarily you feel there is a little bit of hubris here. That's that'll be cool. Yeah. And you feel that um at the same time, a lot of these things might be cross-generational games. And they're not ready to show those games again until they're kind of in conjunction with the PS5. But right. my question for you, because they've pulled out, and like I said, not only have they pulled out. They've even they're not even doing an offsite event. Right. They're not even doing a press conference around that same time. So I guess I'm just want to redouble down on my question. You saw is do you think now they are gone from the ESA for good? Well, this is the thing now. ESA has to find people to fill those slots, right. to, fill, to fill that space, and that space is very expensive. So whomever they find to fill that space, whether Microsoft taking up more space or Nintendo taking up more space or whomever fits that, that space, mm -hmm. they don't have to give that up next year. Mm -hmm. So for Sony to find space on the show floor next year, in 2020, mm -hmm. it's going to be an arm and a leg for them, right? It's Sony, so they, may, they might be able to finagle that, but <laughs> this 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 makes it difficult for them to ever come back. And I don't think it makes any sense for them to never come back. Mm 
Um, again, whomever, whomever takes that space, if it's not already Microsoft or Nintendo, if it's somebody who's only doing it for the year, or maybe it's, it's maybe it stays empty. We've seen that in the past, too, that some halls have been empty because they didn't fill the, the, the space. It could happen that way, that nobody takes up that space. But if somebody does and they're happy with, with, the, with the production they get out of that space during E3, there's no guarantee they give it up for 2020. And Sony is kind of out and left out in the cold there. Uh, shut up. So, Busy a little Victor. They say Google, Google's Ruben Castle space has space to shine now. It's like <laughs> Google's in the building now. Like <laughs> I mean, think about it. Yeah, Google, Amazon, these guys have plenty of money. The money's not the issue. So if they take up that space and they like the, the response they get from the fans at an event like E3, they're not going anywhere. So then where so then then Sony is gonna be in the parking lot somewhere. <laughs> okay. Let me get a little minds on this, man. I mean, love minds. When the news broke of uh Sony, you know, twenty this was it, twenty-four years, y'all right? Twenty-four years of, of them being a fixture and a presence in the USA at E3. Like, what were your initial thoughts about this announcement, Lord Mons? I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the, the the thing is, like, the first time I um, when I when I first came across this, it was still as a rumor mm-hmm. because I think that was before the it was actually confirmed by both Sony and uh, ECA and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I was I was super like. Surprised, like, mm-hmm. but that has never ch- that has never happened before. Mm-hmm. And, I'm president. Yeah, honestly, and I was like, actually, I was even like in in deep shock because, like, it it kind of like, you know, all the rumors about PlayStation Five and and that kind of stuff, right? You know, I was I was I was really uh, one of the guys that was pretty much sure that they will. Sh- PlayStation 5 at E3 and stuff maybe next year or something or where they will actually start talking about it and stuff okay um so I was I was very surprised but um like later on obviously when um, the dust obviously settled and stuff you know I think it has it must have something to do with the fact that obviously they are preparing for PlayStation 5 and um I don't know whether they are being cheap or whatever right maybe they just saving money for you know to push the mm-hmm. whole PlayStation Five na- narrative, like very mm-hmm. soon and stuff, um, because like you know, I-, I see a lot of people saying that oh, you know, play- Sony doesn't have you know play uh, doesn't have any games to show, right? Because they shown you know those big four titles. But the thing is, like Sony is not only those uh, you know four mm-hmm. titles. Only those four titles, right? You know, they've they've got so many games, like you know, from mm-hmm. third party, like Square Enix is, I think, is like making two or three games exclusively for them and stuff, like right. smaller titles, like they've right. got level five working on some games for them and, and stuff, like exclusively mm-hmm. for Japan and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I get that they may actually want to show some of these games uh, for to Japanese audiences, stuff, but like E three is is a global event, right? Right. You know, everyone. Is actually watching right and some of these even like more japanese kind of games actually mm-hmm. you know make their make its way to like here to like you know states europe or whatever right mm-hmm. so i was super i was i was very uh surprised but um i mean like there, there's funny enough it was like because like when i first re- read it i was like wow right and i think like 30 minutes after i actually came across a tweet from Res- Re- Re- uh, Resetera where this guy who apparently 
leaked the information yes. on Sony not being at E3. He yeah. basically, 30 minutes later, he leaked another information saying that PlayStation 5 is going to be presented to us next year. Right. So it kind of like obviously makes sense. Because so I, I guess we kind of have the explanation, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of like obviously um disappointed that sony is not going to be there because yeah. um you know mm -hmm. at the end of the day that you know they sony and and the console space is not only about the exclusives there's a third party content right and uh, multi-plats and you know they've got obviously marketing marketing deals with other you know publishers like you know call of duty mm -hmm. uh i don't know what they actually have have still they got a ton of the marketing yeah so you know it's, it's not like sony doesn't have anything to show so I, I was i was very surprised okay let's get lord king who's been patiently chomping at <laughs> the <laughs> for a long time get your popcorn let's go <laughs> lord king what did you feel once the news broke that sony is not appearing at e3 I drop down on one knee and bend the knee to Lord and Savior Phil Spencer. <laughs> I drop down to one knee. I, I want y'all to hear that again. I drop down to one knee to the Lord Savior Phil Spencer. Because let, let's just, just check this out. Let's check this out. Uh, when Xbox started this run with the Xbox uh, One, mm. you know, you had names like Xbox, Xbone. Mm -hmm. You had uh, like... The name flub, I think if Phil was in charge, I don't think, you know, the name would have been uh, Xbox One. I don't think so. Um, the man is a strategist, right? Mm -hmm. So first things and foremost, he said, well, let's get rid of that ugly box. Let's fix that ugly box up, right? That's what he said, right? Mm -hmm. So now we got the Xbox One and it looks a little bit better. Mm -hmm. He said, okay, uh, let's do something that they can't do, that they choose not to do. Uh, let's put uh, 4K Blu-ray in a box. Mm -hmm. All right, let's do that. All right, so that now they got that. So that's something that the PlayStation Pro, PlayStation 4 don't do. Mm -hmm. That uh, and anytime that you see me post a 4K exclusive, it is you know they that's the only system that can do it. So it, it's an exclusive. So that's uh, yanking the narrative. Now, now, as a strategist, what you try to do is you try to move in spaces that your competitor can't move in, mm -hmm. right? So you move into the space, and the next space was power. All right, let's remove that power narrative from them. Yeah, PlayStation point. just came out with their Pro. It's the most powerful system out there because they was, you know, drubbing us. Boy, they was dragging us through the streets. They was yanking us all over the place. And then Lord and Savior Phil said, yo, hold on. Hold on. Let's let them shut up off that. It plays better over here. Oh, you never have 4K gaming. Shout out to Red Dead. 4K gaming. On the Xbox One X, who did that for you? Phil did that for you. Now let's let's keep this going. Let's keep this going. While he's moving, why somebody skipping either? I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Now y'all let y'all I let y'all run. I let y'all talk. Now we getting there. We gonna bow down to this knee. Everybody get on one knee for this right here. Y'all gonna get on one knee for this because Phil did this, and I'm giving you Phil's roadmap. Okay, so at the same time that he's yanking the narrative off of them, like you don't got power. The mm -hmm. next time you talk about power is going to be on that five. Hold mm -hmm. that. 
So, oh, man, they got a hole at because we just came out with this pro. These dudes is rocking us in the face. All right, check aboard that. <laughs> so, at the same time, here comes this game pass. Uh-huh. Oh, baby. Who did this? Phil uh-huh. did this for you. Uh-huh. You know what we're going to do? All our games that we do in-house, game pass. What? Who said that? Phil said that. Damn. Sony can't match that. Because wouldn't it be hot if game uh, God of War was in PlayStation now? Wouldn't it be hot if Spider-Man was in PlayStation now? Hell no, we ain't doing that. We spend too much money making these games. Not going to happen. You're not getting that. You can get that in one place, though, but you can't get it here. See, this is what Phil is doing. He's strategically putting you in a, a, a corner. He's putting baby in a corner. Now, check this out. We went to E3 this year. Mm-hmm. Microsoft had an off-site site. What? What do you mean an off-site site? They say, yo, why rent space in a place mm-hmm. where everybody's at? We have our own place, our Microsoft place. You can come check us out over here. Plus, we have some stuff over there on the floor, over there in the Microsoft area. But over here, for that true experience, for that true fan love, mm-hmm. we got that over here. Mm-hmm. Sony got drugged last year. They got dragged in the street last year. You don't have power. You don't have your first party content coming to Game Pass because you don't, you know, or PlayStation now. You got drugged because your show was lackluster last year. Y'all was off your game. Your squad was tore up. Fluke guy, man. You got fluke guy. So (laughs) now you saying, man. Microsoft got their own space. They're doing this. They got these fans out here. This fan fest is running around. They're showing the game. They're buying. Phil was batting a thousand. So the whole narrative is he's buying studios. These games is coming. Mm-hmm. They're coming. He told you new system is coming. <laughs> Baby in the corner looking at what the hell is going on. Like, how did this happen? Who is this dude? He's Phil. Oh, Phil's Phil supposed to get on your knee. All right? <laughs> so you said, how not to lose a war? Because you lost the war last year in E3. How not to lose a war? Don't participate. <laughs> Phil made you get out the game. Like, you out the game. Oh, my God. So, now you open the door. Like Sovereign said, if Google want to show up, if Amazon want to show up, mm-hmm. this is how that hubris, where you say my fans are going to accept anything I give them. I see all you Sony dudes out there talking all that crap. Nah, you know, they gearing up, man. They getting ready. <laughs> Microsoft getting ready. Microsoft is getting ready. They got a new system coming, too. Guess who's going to be there? Microsoft going to be there. You know why? They're not afraid of you no more. You know why? Because all that stuff that y'all was talking before, all you had was those little games. Ghost of Hashima, this, that, and that. Dude, mm. Toads. He just said that, and I didn't even think about it. <laughs> games are coming, right? When Microsoft get on this roll, and you know once Phil start to hit that stride, because he right now starting to get that speed up, that galloping speed. Once mm-hmm. he start to hit that stride, what are you going to do? You're going to say, oh, it's going to be more powerful? I don't think so, because you're not more powerful now, so Phil ain't going to allow you to get that back. <laughs> All right, so for clarity, look. I think what? they're afraid. They're scared to death. <laughs> Like, you know when those dudes was down the block and you knew they was down the block, what did you do? You went around the other block because you wasn't strong enough yet. And they not strong enough. Just to clarify, the block. your reasoning behind Sony that strong is they are afraid. They dead scared. They dead scared. Dead scared. The what you got to show? They said they ain't have nothing. They don't got no games, right? <laughs> Oh, you talk about, so you're talking about what, they're scared of what Microsoft might present? or they're... No, they, listen, 
Bring you was at the E3. Hear this. You saw what Microsoft did on that stage. You yeah. saw Phil came out with a swagger, my dude, that he didn't have. He didn't have that swagger before. <laughs> he came out with that swagger like, I got him. I got him now. Yo. So my last E3 performance was very strong. I will agree. It was very strong. What was Sony's? One's E3 last year. The show. So what's Tony going to do? Show Ghost of Hashima again? <laughs> what you going to do again? Okay, so basically, you're, you're again, just to clarify your position, you're They're afraid. They are afraid because they're scared to death. More to show, and that they have just those same four titles to show. Tell me a new game that they got talking about. They come, oh, you know, they're, they're making games. It's come. Uh-uh. God of War dudes sat on that game. <laughs> I don't know how many years. All right. So, you know, you got the last of us dudes sat on that. That game was going to come. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? See, when you say I'm a disrespect, like Lord Sovereign says, mm-hmm. my my the people that I have these exclusive deals with, mm-hmm. you're disrespecting them by not highlighting those games that they chose to ride with you. You know what Phil said? We're gonna be here. You can count on us. That when those deals come back up, very petty of Lord Phil to, to yeah. immediately that the ex- I like that though. I love that. Just go do that. <laughs> Yo, and you know who won E3? 2019, <laughs> Microsoft, and who did that for you ahead of time? All right, so let me let me ask you this question, King. Before then, I'll jump in. What about from this point forward on? Do you think this is a one-time deal with Sony, or that they are gone from the ESA for good? Um, it depends on how bad Phil bashes they forehead in. <laughs> oh it, it it depends literally on how bad. Phil knocks their teeth down their throat. Like, because you know right now, I don't care what nobody say right now. I believe competition breeds excellence, right? Absolutely. And I believe still sharp and still. When you no longer want to engage in combat, that shows a sign of, of being afraid. I don't need to take this no more. This beating does not need to be given to me. <laughs> it's been so, one e three though, King. Like, yo, yo, but you know what? What happens when the avalanche starts? Like, at what point does the avalanche? You know when Sony took that narrative from Nintendo when Crash Bandicoot was standing out in front of the Nintendo yeah, uh, headquarters yeah. when 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 Sony was about combat. Don't ever forget, Sony was them dudes that say you disrespected us. We gonna take this back. They got fat. They got lazy. Microsoft is training. They got they. Microsoft got dragged. Don't ever forget the part that Microsoft got dragged. Mm-hmm. This generation, because that 360 was knocking teeth out. Mm-hmm. Phil said, "Let's get back to the teeth knocking. Mm-hmm. Teeth knocking back. <laughs> teeth knocking season is <laughs> in." In the chat, go for you, Jay Street. They said, "Afraid? What is afraid? They're afraid." They said, "Microsoft is losing." They was yeah, like, you know what? This is true. They're losing right now. Just, and I gave make any. It doesn't make any sense to. It makes a lot of biggest show. You know, no, I'm saying from a, oh, yeah. from a fan perspective, why would you walk away from the biggest fan event? That's what it is now. It's a fan event. Right. They're about the fans, the right? Entire year it doesn't make yeah. any sense. You would walk away from that. There's, there's, there's still, regardless to what, there's going to be more eyes on you mm-hmm. during E3 than at any other point. I don't care if it's your own event. It's not going to. I mean, if you're Salve, not going to get fired, you're going to have people watching you. Salve, let me ask you this question, right? What, what will prevent you from buying a PlayStation Five? Them showing up and showing a PlayStation Five, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. or. Nothing. 
Microsoft showing up, dragging these dudes with a more powerful system, better service, all these games, and you like, damn, nigga, Sony, what you showing Ghost of Hashima again? Like, you gonna really gonna show Ghost of Hashima? How many times you gonna come here with Ghost of Hashima? Like, all right, let me let me ask. You don't engage when you don't have anything. They have the combinations is whack. Let me ask about that. And, and the question now is that we now the information is disseminated. We know for sure they're not going to be there. Lord Miles, like, how do you think Microsoft? I think we're forgetting Nintendo as well. Um, how do you think they can and will they be able to capitalize on this? Um, I I I think they will actually start teasing next generation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now I don't expect because like I've seen some people on Twitter saying, oh, so. Now it's time for Microsoft to shine. Let's show Scarlet and all these games, right? But the uh, fact of the matter is that uh, I think what, what they may actually do is what they did with Xbox uh, One X, like with a with a Project Scorpio, but, uh, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, they actually, I mean, like, to be honest with you, they pretty much announced Scarlet already, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, already right. yeah. You know, uh, people talk about, like, you know, Phil Spencer confirmed that and he, like, yes. you know, talks about it already, right? That is going to be more powerful, that is going to be more balanced system, uh, right? And, um, but I'm talking about, like, they may actually give us a tease of what's ahead of us, right? Mm-hmm. We're probably not going to hear anything about, sp- like, specs and um you know all the bits and pieces but like i'm I, I'm, I'm sure they will actually talk about it like a little bit now, now i okay, okay i want to ask you a quick follow-up to that too do you mm-hmm. think this is also strategic by sony because there's another a lot of things i'm hearing also for the reasoning behind sony doing it is that they don't want to show their hand and that they want microsoft to show their hand so that then they can try yeah. to come behind them and one-up them you know, and yeah. I, I think that's I think there's something to it because like if you if, even if you look at previous events, um, I mean like with PlayStation 4 Pro, uh, mm-hmm. for example, they shown they presented uh, Pro like literally a month or maybe two months before it was actually released. Mm-hmm. They waited till the very end, right? Mm-hmm. While uh, while Xbox was actually you know <laughs> it was actually funny because like uh, Microsoft teased Scorpio, mm-hmm. even though it was uh, 18 months, um, actually, um, you know, it was, uh, the actual launch was like 18 months away. Mm-hmm. So they, they actually teased Scorpio before uh, Sony actually even started talking about Pro, even though Pro was actually coming at the very same year. Right. So I, I guess that my, Sony is actually like, it's actually funny because they, they show games like six years before they actually uh, launch. But in terms of hardware and and services and that kind of stuff, they are very careful about it, right? They are very like uh, hush-hush and everything close to the chest, right? So I think there must be something to it. And um, well, obviously, we'll probably move into the the whole PlayStation 5 talk and stuff. But like, yeah, but like like, the actual, as I said before, like the the, the most recent links talks about the fact that Sony will actually start talking about PlayStation 5 this year, but not at E3, probably after, right? Okay. Yeah, let me jump in, man. This is, man. So I wish Attic was here too, because we had some great talks offline. And um, yeah, this this is a lot of mixed emotions for me, because. this first of all, just from a pure E3 standpoint, this is very sad. Because to be honest, like 
I'm concerned about the future of E3 as we know it, to be honest. Like, this is unprecedented territory. They've been there for 24 years, Sony been in the box, you know. And them not having a booth, I get it. Rising cost of E3, I get that. Controlling your own narrative, having your own smaller show, I get that. But I, I agree with Mads in the sense that I don't necessarily agree that they had nothing to show. You know what I'm saying? We know, yes, Ghost of Tsushima, Last, Last of Us, blah, 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 the, the, the big three to four. We know about that. But like King, like, I struggle with the fact that the third party games that these got exclusive, you know, rights to and stuff like that and marketing deals, they're not going to be able to debut and shine on the Sony stage because it's just not going to exist. So that part is like wow like like that that to me i want to know how that relationship is affected and then you know obviously before microsoft moved to sunday there was something to be said king that we live saw like for that head to head like microsoft went then it's i boom it was like it was like it was like, it was like a freestyle battle <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It was like you waiting for Microsoft drop Ether. Let's see if they're gonna drop the back to back. <laughs> Let's see what they do. Like those are the moments from E3 that you never forget. And it's just weird that they are not going to participate. Like I, I've, I've, it really shocked me. You know what I'm saying? Like that they're not part of that. So is is it probably the sign of the times? Maybe. You know what I'm saying? It may be, and it may be a situation that eventually. I agree completely with the fact no. that that the space inside the convention center is why is everybody eating this expensive. man? Like, it's just super expensive. No, I get that. I get that narrative about it being super expensive in the convention center and finding your own space outside of com- the convention center. But what bothers me, what's weird to me, is that you're still removing. EA didn't leave E3. EA makes right. they right. make sure right. they make sure that those same eyes are still on them. They're just not in the convention center. Right. Like, and, and not to cut you off, that's the thing that troubles me the, mo- the most because at the very least i'm like okay you're not gonna have a booth at e3 that's one thing right but then to say you're not doing a press conference you're not giving your fan base no presence whatsoever that is a concern to me you know what i'm saying and shout out to pactor you know he made some comments some analysts made some comments you know with the like you said the biggest space to not have any eyes like even nintendo which doesn't technically have all this you know tremendous super super press i mean they have booths and stuff like that but they have that direct right they'll just show you they the- have a direct but they also on the floor like don't oh don't don't get it twisted nintendo's floor present is i take that you can't get into their section like they section is shut it down it's like my thing is can they afford Sony to 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 do that like after like, reading in the chat yeah they can afford to do it you have a whole bunch of dudes in there talk about man you don't know what they're doing man Sony coming man I know Yo, they said they not so stop what, just this, listen this, to what they said whatever reveal event is gonna be it's gonna be uh, an auditorium is gonna be one stage you're gonna have videos you're gonna have execs out there show the system talk you're gonna have Mark Cerny out there talking and that's what it's gonna be <laughs> Make so, right so that's gonna be that's gonna be a far cheaper thing than a whole big e3 production I, I, I get that right now so if they have that they are not having any of that that's the part that's no, no, I'm talking about for their reveal what they're gonna do oh, okay. right? yeah. Like next yeah. so I can I can understand that's gonna be a cheaper Thing than them doing them doing anything. Now they budget cutting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they was just spouting cash. They was just talking about them bucks. Now they cutting back. Like, yo, who's in charge? 
who's the frugal dude in charge? Like, who's and in charge of these dudes? I, I can understand that narrative for, them. for 2019 to separate themselves and be like, look, man, we're, we, we're trouncing these guys. We're doing our own thing. You need to see this. You need to have your eyes on our thing. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Beyond that, though, no, beyond that, you need to be going toe to toe, head to head with these guys every single year. How do you feel about the, the fans champ are watching? Taking a knee. How do you feel about the champ saying that? Nah, like I don't want to fight. It feels like the champ <laughs> took his ball and went home. Like he took his ball. Oh, he home. literally said he got smacked in the mouth and said, "Nah, <laughs> I don't want that smoke." That, like, that, how that, do you feel? How do you even okay, stand okay, up? To, these to these play dudes the devil's out here. advocate, right? To play the devil's advocate. Nah, that's sucker stuff, man. If, I can't no, rip if, a sucker. If, if they do, if they do have. If they do have smoke that we haven't seen. That's the <laughs> thing. You know what it is. You know what it is. You out here giving benefit of the doubt. I'm telling. you. You. They just told you. They 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 not sneak attack Sony. They not sneak attack Sony. No, these is these are the dudes that was standing in front of Nintendo headquarters talking about we got that we want that smoke. These are the same dudes. Don't don't backpedal now when you get smacked in the mouth by Big Boy and he said, "What's up now? I've been lifting weights. I done took my steroids. And what's really good right now?" And your right, man said, what, "I don't want to wrestle. I don't want to wrestle." What about the theory that okay, according to you? They got smacked in the mouth, right? According yeah. to you, last E3, yeah. they took an L, and, and the consensus They took was, that L, man. Right. They, so they what, what about the dude who got smacked in the mouth, runs home, and is loading up artillery? Oh, so he trained. <laughs> so he's doing the Channel 5? He's training right now. He's, he's in the bushes. Like, right what if he's getting the toast? What if, he, what if he's gearing up with the tech? He yeah. got his AMD, you know what I'm saying, on cop, and yeah. he's ready. It doesn't make Back. any sense. It doesn't Back. make any sense that they wouldn't do what they've done in the past, which is announce the system in February, March, Mm -hmm. Show more, elaborate during E3, mm -hmm. and then PSX elaborate even more. That I mean, mm -hmm. it, that that cadence works perfectly. It doesn't make it doesn't make any. <laughs> that was actually something that I was actually expecting, and that and that's why I was super surprised the fact that they actually canceled. But I would, yeah. I also wanted to uh, bring out something um, like real quickly, um, mm -hmm. and this is something that I bring harmony in the chat. I also actually mentioned before. <laughs> I mean, E3, um, I mean, um, E3 is actually not only a fun uh, fest and fun kind of uh, service kind of uh, event, right? And because like everyone kind of waits for those, you know, uh, big events and those uh, shows and, you know, new announcements stuff. But like E3 actually started as a, you know, trade show, right? That's so it was it was for professional mm -hmm. uh, professionals only for people who actually you know for gaming industry not fans. Now we were getting information from that, and obviously the um, you know the press was invited to play the games because it was also a good way to kind of promote games. But like at the backstage, you know, all these people, developers, publishers, and stuff, were making deals, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I mean, E3 is a bit different right now because, like, when did it start? When they actually starting allowing fans to come in and and play the games? Like two, three, four years ago? Right. Two, th two years. Maybe two years. Yeah. Ago, two years ago. But like before that, it was like it was a trade show. It was only Exclusive. for professionals. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, like, it also kind of maybe shows me that. Yeah, I mean, like Sony doesn't have any interest in like carrying on with this because like they don't have anything PlayStation 4 related and they are really gearing up for PlayStation 5, but maybe they're not ready to talk about it just yet. So I don't know. It's just like weird. It, it, is, it is interesting. And I want to transition this into the next to the next topic because obviously it's a lot, lot of strong feelings about what Sony is doing 
and, and what they might be doing in reference to the PS5. So, Maj, you had some great videos out. Obviously, we've seen some things running around as far as rumors, as far as potentially 12 teraflops. Um, mm -hmm. We're also hearing patents. We're hearing things about, you know, this potentially uh, touchscreen controller, you know, yeah. that um, apparently an updated patent was filed by Sony Interactive Entertainment. And uh, again, we're not officially confirming that it's for PlayStation 5. There was some concern about what it might be for. But the rumors suggest that it could be that, you know. And, um, you know, we, we've seen a lot of stuff going around. So I'm going to let you leave this off, because you've got a lot of informative videos on PlayStation 5. What do you think they are loading up with spec-wise from AMD and this whole controller situation? Mm. Okay, well, um, what I think is, well, obviously, you know, disclaimer like everyone like <laughs> take it with a grain of exactly mm -hmm. and um so basically from what i'm hearing from the leaks and rumors and stuff and mm -hmm. some educated guesses i guess mm -hmm. um well obviously you know the on the cpu side it's probably going to be uh zen based i mean as in like it's not going to be ryzen right. because ryzen is the the cpu that is uh available for pc market right so it's not really mm -hmm. going to be Ryzen per se, it's going to be based on the same architecture, uh, but obviously mm -hmm. customized and stuff, right? So mm -hmm. um, I still, I mean, even though there, there was a leak recently that I also covered, and that actually got me quite a little exposure. Yes, yes, I remember <laughs> um, that leak. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this particular leak I was talking about um, six core and 12 thread CPU, but mm. um, like even recently, like actually there, there was a, another. Um, mm -hmm. another source uh, tweak channel actually I actually made video on that today and that was yes. a, you know actually the guy uh, there I mean the article actually talks about eight core CPU eight core 16 thread CPU for both PlayStation 5 and Xbox Scarlet right wow um, which would be a great stuff but the thing is that uh, it, it would also make sense for backwards compatibility kind of mm -hmm. reasons and, mm -hmm. and the way they handle games and stuff because like you know um like the thing is the thing with consoles they are so like down to the metal kind of game uh, mm -hmm. you know systems right uh, that every single thing needs to be controlled and you know very they need to be very careful about like and if they want to make this backwards compatible uh, like things like number of cores actually matter as well. It's all about distribution of workload and stuff, exactly. right? Exactly. So it it would actually make sense for them to go with eight core CPU. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm not so convinced on the whole multi-threading, right? Because mm -hmm. it just makes the CPU more more actually more expensive, mm -hmm. just a little bit. Um, and it's it and it obviously doesn't make it like twice. Uh, yeah. twice faster right because right. Benefit, the benefit to gaming isn't necessarily there yeah it's more it's it's more for like uh other workloads like you know with some some you know uh, if you are um i don't know a graphics designer whatever right so mm -hmm. that that it's you know the benefits there are better but right. like for gaming it's 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 not that much of a difference Mm -hmm. um well maybe that's going to change in the future you never know but like so far it's more about like you know ipc you know how much work one core one particular physical core can do rather than how many what other threads can do right right so um so i guess we can assume that it's going to be a eight core cpu mm -hmm. uh if we go with um the information we are getting from amd on the um 
APUs, yes. uh, their future APUs and stuff. I mean, we already seeing APUs, uh, Ryzen-based AP, uh, Zen-based APUs running at over three gigahertz, right? So right. I guess, you know, three gigahertz CPU for these consoles is not out of the realm of possibility. Definitely not at the realm. And and I just want to con uh, tie this in in conjunction with, with price points, because Jorge is in the chat, he made a good point. Like, do you think, you know, with them gearing up, and one of the one of the main reasons I feel that mm -hmm. besides the mismessaging of Microsoft at the start start of the generation, one of the things that I felt like kind of handed the platter over to them to win the gen was also the price point mm -hmm. and the fact that they were four hundred dollars. And we yeah. cannot understate that. Like Microsoft, the Xbox One launched at five hundred, these guys at four hundred. Do you think based on what we're hearing about the Navi, based on what we're hearing about, you know, the AMD tech and stuff that they, they may be putting in in the cores, like they will be able to hit that 400 would they you think they would still take the loss and, and do it that way or based on what we're hearing you know do you think because of prices of, of, of parts and stuff should go down you know that they you know what they, they will still try to charge 500 like what do you think on price point if you had to guess um i mean from what i'm hearing and i guess that would make sense for them they probably going to mm -hmm. try to aim it for hundred dollars mm -hmm. um and you know, people saying that, oh, that's not possible with that kind of tech. Well, right. you know, I, you know, do you all do you remember what PC gamers and other guys actually were were telling about Scorpio that mm -hmm. uh, six teraflops on consoles, eight hundred dollars minimum? Yes, right, right. And right. we all rem we all know how that end up, right? So yeah. mm -hmm. the, the problem is that you know, Sony can hit four four hundred dollars, no problem. The real question is how, how uh, because it's not only about technology. Because like you can you can use Navi, you can uh, use Zen, uh, as in like Ryzen CPUs mm -hmm. and stuff. It's not that expensive. And to mm -hmm. be honest with you, Navi is going to be a consumer uh, product coming from AMD based on Vega a little bit, right? So right. Um, with Navi, AMD on PC market, they are aiming at a budget uh, gaming. So mm -hmm. they're not making a high specs, a high end kind of GPUs. I mean, not right. yet, right? Mm -hmm. Because right. there's other there's other things like Infinity, Infinite, you know, Infinity mm -hmm. Fabric that will actually uh, allow them most likely to make like a powerful GPUs in the future for PC market. But like, mm -hmm. you know, the the latest leak about Navi 12 talks mm -hmm. about like budget friendly GPU, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so these parts are not really going to be that expensive right now. Vega 12, uh, 12 teraflops Vega right now on mm -hmm. based on 40 nanometers technology may may actually be you know expensive, but that's going to change later on because like mm -hmm. first of all they most likely going to produce those chips in seven nanometers, which will reduce the cost of uh, of of these uh, chips right. Mm -hmm. um, and also, if you look at the PC space right now, right? right. I mean, you can get a Ryzen-based, um, sorry, Zen-based Ryzen mm -hmm. um, uh, APU with a Vega chip on it already for like as little as $99, right? Uh, and that's four-core uh, CPU with a GPU already on, on, on that, right? And that's mm -hmm. running uh, over th three gigahertz, right? So... Um, uh, obviously, that's probably going to get even cheaper when they actually move to seven nanometers. Right. So, uh, well, getting an eight-core CPU for uh, around like eighty dollars and stuff—that's not really going to be uh, big of a deal for them. Maybe even cheaper. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, same with Navi. Right. I mean, 
Navi is going to be literally um, um, the same level of uh, same kind of type of card, a budget card, mm -hmm. as um, uh, Radeon um, RX 580, 580. Uh, RX 480, mm -hmm. which is which actually offers the same level of graphics performance as Xbox One X. Mm -hmm. So you know you can you, you you see there that you know four hundred five hundred dollars twelve mm -hmm. teraflops uh, um, twelve teraflops consoles are more mm -hmm. than possible like yeah. next year and moving forward right yeah I mean you, de you definitely make it makes sense it makes sense and like I said with the prices coming down and things of that nature it definitely definitely seems doable and I guess the last part I want to ask you and you dropped the video today in reference to this was. The, the potential Microsoft counter, right? Because we know they are also coming out with the system. And what, based on what your latest video was talking about, you know, again with Navi and AMD, like, what do you feel they will do? You know, what I'm saying, do you think it's a situation where we know Sony's not going to be there? You know, we know Microsoft doesn't particularly want to lose the power narrative again. Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm saying. So, is it a situation where? they kind of stay in line with what uh, Sony is doing, or do you think they even wait further until they reveal their hand? Like, what do you feel about that in reference to the tech from Microsoft? Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily think that Microsoft is looking at what Sony is doing in a sense mm. that, I mean, they, I mean, if you look at them, uh, what they've been doing for the last couple of years, they mm -hmm. were like, they they were, they were always first to announce stuff, right? And mm -hmm. obviously sometimes that, that did bite them in a, but right, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, because you know sometimes when people are not ready to, uh, you know, for 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 well, changes, revolution, whatever, right? You mm -hmm. know, sometimes it backfires on you, and it right. did uh, on Microsoft a couple of times. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't think that Microsoft will actually look at Sony uh, as in, oh, right. you know, so we they're operating independent of what Sony's doing. Yeah, I think. I mean, okay. I mean, listen, I'm sure that there may have they may have some leaks about what what one company is doing and whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't think that they they actually um, kind of like looking at it in a sense that oh, you know, we'll we'll wait for Sony to reveal their console, then we'll make some moves because the problem is that. The whole development process or and designing process of of these uh, APUs and what have you that takes years, really. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, like if you if you if you listen to Phil Spencer or Mark Cerny from Sony, you know mm -hmm. they are starting working uh, they uh, uh, on these new consoles basically months after the previous generation uh, is is launched, right? Mm -hmm. So you know they've been working on these consoles for a while. And the thing is, like you know, sure, there there there's some room for improvements and changes, right? Mm -hmm. As in, like, oh, like with PlayStation Four, apparently that they added additional four gigabytes of RAM uh, before PlayStation Four launch, right? So I mean, they can do that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But like you know, technology and how many cores and you know, like the base architecture, you know, has to be set really like way before they start talking uh, with developers and start sending the, them those dev kits and stuff um because they need to have some you know baseline to work on right because like yes. you know and i mean look they later on in, in the development process they can obviously up the clocks or maybe add a little bit of this and a little bit of that but these are not going to be big and architectural changes right right like 
like with Xbox, I don't think it's it, it would be possible uh, to actually like change uh, the whole memory system uh, like few months before the before. actual console. So pre release. pretty much the vibe you gave me, Lomas, these guys are locked in. Well, pretty much. Yeah. Now, the, 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 I mean, a good example what may change is like with Xbox One, for, for example. They launched with 1.6 gigahertz CPU clocks, right? Right. They changed it to 1.75 after a couple of months because they tested that Xbox One actually can handle, you know, the heat and stuff, right? And that's 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 the way it, it, it's been ever since, right? Um, so that kind of changes I can see happening, you know, here and there, but not like major architectural changes because, you know, that would actually change the way developers would have to, you know, exactly. code the game. So I don't think that that would happen, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But I, mean... I, 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 but I do believe that Microsoft will mm -hmm. at least try not to give out the the um, the power narrative. And Phil Spencer keeps talking about the fact that oh, they will make another most powerful console ever and that kind of right. stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I think that uh, if we actually talk about you know like mm -hmm. which console may be more powerful, mm -hmm. it's uh, I mean both uh, companies have similar chances and stuff right they can both make very powerful consoles mm -hmm. but i think it's more it's more it's not necessarily about um what sort of specs they can bring to the table but mm -hmm. what at what pri uh, uh, price point price point so you feel, okay i got you yeah. because right, like get... good example is playstation 4 pro and xbox one x Mm -hmm. um because like uh, it's all in the details xbox one x is more expensive not only because of it it has better tech and stuff but also more sophisticated uh cooling system and right. stuff right that costs money as well yeah mm -hmm. so it's because cold. like here's the funny thing mm -hmm. if you if you for example if if we omit um clock speeds right if you in comparison uh, between PlayStation 4 Pro and Xbox One X, right? And right. you look at these specs, you see eight core CPUs on one side and the other. Hey, similar, right? Then we look at number of um, compute units and um, a number of shading processors on the GPUs, right? And funny enough, Xbox One X has only 10% more compute units than PlayStation 4 Pro, right. but offers 40% more power. power. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they were able to up the clocks to a level uh, that PlayStation 4 Pro wouldn't be handle, wouldn't be able to handle because of the cheap uh, cooling system. Right. So, you know. No, these are all valid points. I want to get Solvin before we move into the next thing with Xbox. Sov, based on what we've seen with the um the patents, I don't know if you got a chance to see that with the touchscreen stuff, right. as well as um just general information about PlayStation Five rumors as far as the the, the spec. You know, how how do you feel about how, how they maybe approach gearing up for the next generation? I mean, I, I I pretty much agree with everything that Matt said. Like, um, when it comes to the uh, controller in particular, um, I, you know, oftentimes you see patents and they don't go anywhere. Right. Um, they're just sort of throwing stuff out there, making sure that no one else takes it in case they do decide to use it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't see much of a benefit to to incorporating that sort of tech in a controller mm -hmm. per se, unless you're really going to incorporate your controller uh, heavily into your next gen like VR stuff or, or, or what not, what have you beyond that i mean you know the the the, the trackpad thing on the uh on the ps4 is it's it's not great 
-hmm. you know, you, you can use it for maps and things like that, but it's not intuitive. It's not a button that you can press and like sort of, you know exactly where it's going to take you. I don't mm -hmm. think it's necessary to have that much crazy tech um, mm -hmm. in your controllers. Right. Um, so that, that, that could be neither here nor there. Maybe they are doing something with that. Maybe they're not. Um, when it comes to the systems, like I said, I agree with Matt's. Um, I think when it comes to the metal of the systems, I think both of these guys are pretty much locked in. And I think they're pretty much on the, on the same, on a parallel plane when mm -hmm. it comes to the power of these systems. Like these guys research this stuff. They, they know what price point they're trying to hit and they know what they could, how, how they can max out that price point. Right. And mm -hmm. at the same time, creating, doing things for the system to, 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 to sort of separate its identity from its competitor. Mm -hmm. Now, like Matt said, increasing clock speeds, things like that that you can do to sort of differentiate your system from the, from its competition. Um, on the Xbox side, obviously, um, what helps them is the services that everything is going to be based around, right? Where Sony doesn't necessarily have all that stuff, right? And then when you talk about um, when you talk about like things like maybe maybe you have an SSD in there, things like that. This, again, differentiators that can put put your system over the other one. Um, so for PS5, I think when it comes down to the metal of the system, how the system's going to be, mm -hmm. is going to be run. I think they like having very simplified UIs. I think that's something that they, that over Microsoft, they, you know, they've been complaints that Microsoft's UIs never run smoothly and it's right. this, that, and the other. I think PlayStation wise, it's going to be a very simple UI to utilize and just going to mm -hmm. focus on well, how powerful the system is. Right. Um, and I think price wise, I think they're both looking at 500 bucks. Mm. I don't think, I don't think this time around again, and it goes back to being, being number one, being mm. number one. And now you have, now you're not apologizing for anything anymore, right? Now you're just, you're like, you know, we're on top. You're going to eat what we give you. <laughs> uh, I think they're smart enough to know they can't do the $600 thing again. They can't do that. Right. It's going to be five. And I think they're both going to be five. Mm, okay, interesting. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna wrap King unless you got something else on it before we move on. To I never phone. got anything on it at all. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, I'm I like, never got I anything on it at all. I sat there, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm gonna eat that. I'm playing with the chat. I'm listening to all these dudes talk, all that PlayStation stuff. It's nice. You know what? They're gonna come with a system. Yeah, they're gonna do that. Um, is it gonna be more powerful? Nope. Um, uh, that's a fact. Y'all can sit there and talk. Oh, it's gonna be ten teraflops and flip flitty floops and all. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. You know, we just gonna have a twelve core GPU. <laughs> whatever. Um, you're at the point right now, right? See, you got revisionist history. And um, hey, Christopher, talking to you, baby. Um, <laughs> Christopher Hart. Say, see, see, I was sitting there playing with, with you in chat, waiting for my turn to get you on lot. Um y'all forgot what that PlayStation did when it got that 360 smoke. Remember that? Remember that smoke? I mean, y'all wasn't running around with no numbers. Y'all was running. Y'all actually was sitting in the corner. Baby sat in the corner. You know what Phil remembers? Phil remember the good old days where baby sat in the corner. <laughs> you know what y'all doing right now? Phil putting baby back in the corner. So all right. So you have uh the Scarlet coming mm -hmm. and you know you have that stream system Mm -hmm. coming um now what they said is yeah we have the stream system for them broke dudes who can't you know swim in the big waters with the sharks i feel you i feel you i got you don't worry about that he ain't say something stupid like check this out we got a system for you it's called a 360 he ain't doing no disrespectful stuff like that no you say yo you know we got that stream joint 
and um, that's going to alleviate that wallet. Like, that's going to be that come in and buy that quick purchase. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, if you want a fence and you want to just test, test it out before you go big dog style, you want to test it out, you're not too sure, mm -hmm. here, we got this for you. All right, so let's put that on the table to the side, right? right. Now, you said all these calls and these rumors and this stuff, and I, and I think the controller is going to be fantastic. I really like certain aspects of the PlayStation 4 controller that it has a mic inside, and I thought it was really nice that when we was first playing, I talked with Sovereign about this in the car, when we was first playing uh, some of the first early PlayStation games, um, they were using that mic. That mic was like, you know, like your the, your shout out stuff, like it's something to be over there or you do something and you hear a voice, uh, yeah. audible shout view. Out yeah. Out so it was it was very nice. Like remember in the early mm -hmm. stages of the PlayStation Three, and mm -hmm. it had like the motion control, and you was able to fly Warhawk through mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. stuff. PlayStation usually has this great tech in the mm -hmm. controllers, and for the first couple of months, that stuff works out in games, right? Mm -hmm. And I really believe that they're going to uh, have how can I say it? Um, the touch screen. Mm -hmm. And it's work, but how long are they going to support it? When the season is no longer viable, they really cut you guys off, and y'all don't ever fight. Y'all don't ever say, "Yo, what happened to that?" You just sit there and take it. Now, just check it out. <laughs> he just told y'all, "No E3 for you." So you sitting there talking all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You shut up. No E3 for you. Just no E3 for you. Oh, but they're gonna have no. They're not going to have no little show for you. They're not going to have nothing. What you're going to have to do is sit down and watch all the other people party and have fun. <laughs> it's like you go into a club and they said just because you have on a green wristband, you got to put on these earmuffs and sit in the corner with these blinders because there's no show for you. So everybody else is going to be at the big dance. They won't be at the big dance. What is concerning is None of you guys are in an uproar. You're just mm. willing to eat it and take it and mm. feel that they are going to do something that's going to make it better for you later. Mm. This is where hubris sets in mm. and they are allowed to do whatever they want with you. And you have already allocated your bucks to take their foolishness. <laughs> and that's why you will always get what they serve you and not get what you deserve. Microsoft is going to give you what you deserve. We're talking about right now a speculation on the PlayStation 5. And mm -hmm. we're going to get to the Microsoft section. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to keep it on the PlayStation 5. Yes, I believe it's going to have all those cores. Yes, mm -hmm. I believe that controller is going to do what it's going to do. Yes, mm -hmm. I believe that Navi is going to do what it's going to do. Mm -hmm. I do not believe it's enough. Mm -hmm. So your, your thought process is that at the end of the day, you still feel that Microsoft is going to do whatever they can in their power to maintain the power narrative. That, that's, that's what you Phil already came out and said we're gonna have the most powerful system. Mm. Straight up, he saw your specs. He heard your specs. He's inside. He already <laughs> got the spies. That they, they, they already slipped the specs on the table. I'm pretty sure that he <laughs> sat there. The specs came across the table. He said, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> "Yo, big money coming at you, son." He said, first they still use the mic on the controller." He said that y'all been eating and taking Microsoft nonsense all generation, waiting for them to be great again. He oh, said, you talking so about this generation? <laughs> yes. Uh, big money. Okay. First of all, I didn't eat anything. When Microsoft did something wrong, I called it out. Mm -hmm. When I told y'all, watch Phil smoke, mm -hmm. I ain't never been wrong yet. <laughs> See, is it is a difference between when I call Mark Cerny a snake oil salesman, I call him that for a reason. And keep watching it. 
Y'all are accident champions. You're a champion <laughs> by mistake. Oh You're a champion because champions. the other champions slipped up. Don't ever forget your history because you're doomed to repeat it. 360 smoked you and just cruised to the next level, right? I believe in that cruising, they lost followers. They allowed y'all to gain, gain, right? And in the same time, the hubris set in. They were so big about themselves. They told you stupid stuff like, yeah, we got a system for you. Y'all said, what? They said, oh, it's always going to be online, and you had to do this. Don't ever forget Microsoft was in the same position Sony's in. Mm-hmm. And they made those mistakes by taking us mm-hmm. for granted. And us guys left and went and brought PlayStation. I got a PlayStation. I brought mm-hmm. a PlayStation. I brought it at the same time the Xbox. I think a week apart. I didn't give a damn. Mm-hmm. I did that. Mm-hmm. But for that guy who felt mistreated, unappreciated, mm-hmm. appreciated, and, and, and left out, that guy went and brought a Sony. That guy mm-hmm. saw it was $100 that he didn't want to connect. Mm-hmm. He went and brought a Sony. Mm-hmm. Listen, it, they were a champ. Nintendo used to be the champ, too. Mm-hmm. Don't ever forget that hubris takes it to a point where you don't fall back and you don't see it. You don't see it coming. This is that part where it happens when you say, we're about our fans, but we're not going to the most fan-friendly event mm-hmm. for our content. Mm-hmm. That's like... uh. A Marvel movie not doing no press run. It's it's weird. There's no there's no mic drop like an E3 mic drop. There is there just isn't. Yeah, it, so it's you you sitting there listen, all that stuff, all that PlayStation stuff is real. It's coming. Y'all gonna get it. But just just look at what they're saying to you right now. All right. So don't don't think that I'm a Xbox stand. No, Phil is that dude. You got to respect greatness when it's happening. Don't stand in his <laughs> way. Just let it happen. Oh my God. But I'm telling you, uh-huh. like, certain moves aren't palatable, and it's not going down well. You guys are sitting back saying, okay, yeah, they're not going to show up, but they got something coming, though. I believe they do. <laughs> what happens if they up. don't? Listen, man, we're going to move on with this. But, yeah, I mean, it is it is interesting. I think they are gearing up. I think, um, you know, based on what Mods is saying, I, I definitely think the specs are going to be high. It'll be interesting to see what the price point is going to be, whether it be the sweet spot of the 400 if they maintain that, or the 5. And then, obviously, it's going to be interesting to see what Microsoft counter. But what we do know, Lord King, is that uh, Microsoft is got something with no discs in it. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> hey, hey guys, we're back. <laughs> Guess who's doing this for you? <laughs> Young man, <laughs> Lord Savior, Phil Spencer. You know what he said? He said, Yo, that Xbox, even though we made it smaller, love and slimmer, you know what it'd be nice? We, we take out the disk drive for those dudes that's just doing that digital stuff, right? Let's lower the price on this bad boy. Let's get it into more homes. Let's double down on what we have already to let people know that our content is going to still flow. For those people that didn't jump in, that didn't engage, and that price point ain't ready for you yet, let's take that disk drive out. Let's put that there. Now, they're also launching a system with a disk. So it's going to be a new SKU, right? So the new SKU is going to be a diskless one. And it's going to have a disk drive, right? Now, for those people that go diskless, 
uh, what you're going to do, and let's say you have physical games, you're going to take it to a Microsoft buyback, and what they're going to do is give you a digital code for that game that you brought in. Very simple. They might have a, like a mail-in thing, like they send you an envelope, you send it back and pop out, boom, your code pops in and you just download your game. This is called options. Mads definitely said the reason why he likes Microsoft is because of the versatility and the options that they're providing you. Now, he was talking about old school Microsoft. You know that DNA where they say, yo, you could play in here and you had the Ethernet and you had this and you had mm-hmm. the hard drive and you had all this stuff that you... He said he brought a PlayStation. He didn't have a memory card. He couldn't save his stuff. But Microsoft launched with a system with a hard drive and it was able to save. You understand? So it's little tiny things that, that, that makes the core gamer say, wow, mm-hmm. they're actually thinking about us. Mm-hmm. So this new system is coming, not even anything to do with Scarlet, not nothing to do with the, the, the X drive system that's coming mm-hmm. later. This is just for this generation to shore up all those other dudes that's on the fence to give mm-hmm. you a slimmer skew, to remove the bad taste of all that stuff that came before, because they, they stunk it up in the beginning. Mm-hmm. My question is, is this a viable thing and who is it marketed to mm-hmm. now? Yeah, this is interesting. Let me jump in on this because um, obviously when this news broke, I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> we have come full circle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, And I just thought about it. What was it 2013? Saw? What was the Xbox One? Was it 2013? 2013. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all know the faithful story. You know, we all know that. We all know about, um, you know, trading used games over here. It was a perfect chess move by Sony. We get that. And it's just so funny because I remember, and I'm on the record, and actually it solved me, all of us, all of us here on the record, that we were not afraid of this digital-only era. <laughs> we were willing, at least I, I'll speak for myself, I was yeah, willing definitely. to go in on that because I said to myself, the majority of my games, I am playing digitally. And first of all, just real talk, I'm Lord Lazy. The, the days of me getting up and putting yeah. the disc in... <laughs> That is not happening. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm Lord Lazy. I like to go through my uh, my UI, my apps, and look at all my games and be able to switch on the fly. So for me, it's a non-issue. I've always been digital, digital all day. That's just how I am. Now, I understood for the physical guys, that was not going to fly at that time. Tremendous backlash. Sony capitalized perfect. You know, I get that. Now we come full circle now, and it looks like, here we are, you know what I'm saying? 2019 is approaching, and we're hearing news of Microsoft giving you the option, and again, the key word is option, like King said, of a discless Xbox. And to me, the more important thing, besides how is it going to be received, is that I don't feel it's getting enough credit, is this um, this 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 trading system, right? So pretty much they're talking about a disc to digital program. And right now, from my understanding, is that you know, for the people who plan on buying the disc less xbox that if they have this that they can go trade them in the question is going to be where you know i don't see gamestop getting down with this <laughs> that's just me personally you know what I'm saying i don't see best buy going in and you coming in with a million games in your backpack and <laughs> they're giving you a quote. so my vibe is probably going to be like a microsoft store kind of thing and maybe they implement it that way so i want to see how that is but i do feel the process itself is very cool to try to get people into that mindset if they want to do it and again the key thing i want to stress is that yo this is an option there are people who are like me 
who don't buy discs. I don't go to GameStop. Like I, I love the days that I don't have to stay online till midnight to get a release. Yep. Like uh, GameStop, I love it. I love that. Hey, pre-download, my game is going in the background. When I come home, whatever, whatever, I'm good to go. So that's just me. Sov and Mads, I'm going to let Sov jump in and Mads, then what you guys think about this whole discless Xbox and the whole disc to digital program? I, the word that came to mind is what you've been saying. For me, it, it's the fact that they keep giving you options and they keep, they keep sliding in all of these features that people weren't up for about five years ago. Right. And they keep giving them to you in a way, which is the smart way, which is what they should have done from the beginning, is to present them as options. Present them, look, if you don't want to necessarily jump into this full tilt immediately, this mm-hmm. is a way to ease you into this. Right. Now, if, if if the price point is what they're talking about, a hundred dollar Xbox One S option, Ooh. um, with no physical disc drive and the ability for you to take your physical discs if that's what you've been playing up until this point and mm. trade them in and get digital code so you still have your games, is an is an amazing consumer friendly option that not everybody's going to be willing to do. And I think Microsoft has been clear about, listen. This is our ecosystem. We're giving you 10 different ways to engage with it. You decide what's best for you. Like, if you don't want to mm-hmm. subsidize the system and do that, uh, mm-hmm. then don't do that. Like, we're giving you more and more options. The fact of the matter mm-hmm. is that they've stated very clearly their mm-hmm. ecosystem is, is going to be fluid from now on. Mm-hmm. Right. You're going to be playing. You're going to I still feel that you're going to be playing these next gen games, a version of them on right. these older systems. There will be a right. stop point at some point. I don't think that's right now. Um, right. So it just gives people who don't want to jump in full tilt at what, with a $500 system the option to engage with this ecosystem that gives you a lot of value across the board at a very low price point. And, and then that also takes into consideration how you've been playing up until that point mm-hmm. and allowing you to try something different. Nobody else is doing this. It, it's really I, for me, I think it's an ingenious way of of convincing people that have not wanted to get into your ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, man, you have ten different avenues to get into this. You I decide. Wanna, I want to ask you a question before I give it to Law Mods, Law Sob, and this is some rhetoric. I'm not going to name no names, <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's been some rhetoric in these Twitter and YouTube streets in reference to you guys saying, I guess us. Let's put us, us in that category, which okay. is fans of the digital revolution right they all digital gaming future so to speak mm-hmm. right <laughs> and i've seen comments mm-hmm. but videos to the effect that hey you know you guys are bending the knee and succumbing to practices that are not consumer friendly that we need to all be fighting for the physical disc what say you to that lord soft i say this i think people become too attached to physical things mm-hmm. um I have no uh, assumptions that uh, that I'm going to die and take these games with me. I'm going to enjoy them for the duration of my life, and that is that. Um, mm-hmm. I understand this the idea of not actually owning something and and just having a license to it or whatnot. Right. Um, when it comes to physical stuff, when you're talking about a physical disk drive working 15, 20 years down the line, mm-hmm. that's what the stuff becomes shaky in and of itself. Like, you know, you have to go search across the world to be able to find, you know, fixes and stuff for your for your physical consoles if you want to play these games, these physical discs 
way in the future. So that's that's something that for me I consider. Like I'm like, all right, I don't want to be doing this all these years down the line, right? right? Right now, anything that I anything that I that I enjoyed on my Super NES or my NES, I have in digital form, you know, mm-hmm. in, in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I, I don't have that attachment anymore. I did for quite some time. And I think just like you, like I'm kind of Captain Lazy. Like I don't want to be doing all that stuff. I don't <laughs> the days be, of the case. Yeah, I, do, I, I do miss the instruction booklet days, though. I oh, like a lot. Yeah, I miss the instruction booklet. Back days. in the day, were the greatest. That yeah. they, those were they were fantastic. And the moment they just started giving you a case with nothing in there but the game, I was like, oh, I don't care for this. I don't need yeah. this. <laughs> so uh, for me, I just I'm not attached to physical stuff like that. I understand people's attachment. I understand the logistics behind it. Where in some parts of the world, yeah, you know, data caps. In some, right. part, part, some parts of the country, like it's, it's not feasible. It's yeah. not feasible. I get mm-hmm. that, and I I think Microsoft understands that. I think Sony understands that. Like they realize that they would cut out a huge part of their market mm-hmm. if they force you to do that. And maybe pre-fill. This stuff wasn't necessarily as clear. Maybe the Don had different aspirations. <laughs> Phil understands the value in giving people choice. Moving mm-hmm. forward, but giving people choice. Right. Lord Mons, how fearful are you of the discless Xbox? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh! I have no. Bring it on, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell well, me, tell, tell me, but break it from your situation in Poland. Like, yeah. is this something that would appeal to Polish gamers? Yeah, I guess so, because like uh, a lot of people actually, um, well, well, for that kind of price, obviously, that would um, that means more Xbox users in Poland. To be honest with you, right? Ooh. And. Uh, but here's the thing. I mean, like, it it so makes sense for my to do actually to do that for Microsoft because like they mm-hmm. have Xbox Game Pass, and for me, this this class Xbox is literally an Xbox Game Pass box. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at the end of the day, like they are pushing those services and stuff, right? And uh, there's all kinds of uh, analysts talking about the fact that in a couple of a couple of years time. Will not buy. Will not be buying physical discs and any anywhere. Right. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. um, and um, the thing is that with this Xbox, a it's an option. Yes, mm-hmm. um, that's that's obviously that's that's obviously true. Mm-hmm. But um, it's okay. Well, a couple of months ago, I was I was on of, of an opinion that Xbox One or OG Xbox and Xbox One S is going to pretty much die. Uh, shortly after Xbox core, uh, uh, next Xbox uh, launch, right? Mm-hmm. But like looking at the situation right now and this Xbox, this discless Xbox, I'm thinking that um, well, there's still a future um, actually for this for this like mm-hmm. underpowered box. But uh, hey, hey, there's still future. You know why? Because they hey, they are they will appeal to like people that don't have much money on, on mm. like gaming because not only I actually I'm, I'm I I would love to know how much this box is going to cost yeah, like, if it's going to be like a hundred hundred fifty dollars that's not much mm-hmm. right so for hundred fifty dollars plus ten bucks a month for Xbox game Pass and to be honest with you if you if you're clever about buying xbox game pass you can actually get it cheaper right yeah um, there's a lot of deals for that promotion mm-hmm. and what have you right mm-hmm. so for 150 dollars you are getting into an xbox ecosystem uh mm-hmm. you are you are you are getting a, a console mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and um, and obviously over 200 games because I mm. think uh, right now Xbox yeah. Game Pass actually offers over 200 uh, titles. Good point. And you are getting um, you are actually getting a lot of first party games now. Obviously, a lot of people will say, well. There's no games on Xbox anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like, hey, like you know, you like it or not, like the mm-hmm. you know, uh, Sea of Thieves was day one on Xbox Game Pass. State mm-hmm. of Decay Two was day one on the Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, the Vermintide Two was a, a day one on Xbox Game Pass. Third party content. I think there was a couple of indie titles day one on Xbox mm-hmm. Game Pass as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of that, Forza Horizon 4, day one on Xbox Game Pass. Crackdown 3, day one on Xbox Game Pass. Ori and the Will of the Wisps going to be day one on the Xbox Game That's Pass. Big. So on, so on. And the thing is, like, as we going to be cl- be closing, cl- uh, getting closer to the next gen, and as mm-hmm. those new studios going to be obviously dropping their titles, uh, mm-hmm. that kind of cheap box is going to be very appealing to, like, uh, well, well mm-hmm. let's face it. This box is not for me, right? It's probably right. not even for you guys, right? Because mm-hmm. you've right. got Xbox One Xs probably already, right? Right. This box does nothing to me, right? Mm-hmm. But like for somebody who just wants to play a couple of games and not necessarily spend hundreds of, of mm-hmm. bucks on gaming, well, that's a brilliant idea. Uh, and like Poland, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, we still de- are developing country, right? Like mm-hmm. if you, if, if you, Bring that kind of box for like five hundred or six hundred zlotis, which is hundred fifty dollars, so mm-hmm. to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with two hundred games for uh, like forty zlotis a month, mm-hmm. that's a brilliant deal, right? Yeah. Um, so, um, but so that's one thing. Another thing is that it actually made me think because, mm-hmm. um, what's his name, uh, Brad Sams or Sam? Yes, Brad, Brad Sams. Yep, who, yeah, who leaked okay. the actual. Uh, information, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So obviously, uh, so he leaked that. But a couple of months ago, he actually obviously t- talked about the fact that there's uh, multiple Xbox Scarlet uh, consoles in, in the world, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was kind of like suggesting that one of the uh, one of these consoles may actually be a streaming box, right? Yes. So now the question is: mm-hmm. Is this this class? Xbox is this streaming box ah, because there's no so. doubt in my mind that they, uh, that you will be able to use X Cloud on mm-hmm. any Xbox device, right? Right. Now the question is: Is that this sort of cheap mm. entry level console that will not only play Xbox Game Pass, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, um, Xbox Game Pass games, mm-hmm. but like even moving forward into the next generation? Mm-hmm. Sure, this console is not powerful enough to run Xbox Scarlet games. Right. You will be able to stream to this device. Yeah, I mean, this is a good question because, you know, we did hear that. And I want to shout out Kids Moon Tough Guy. I was talking with him offline, and um, he actually told me this too that, you know, he had heard rumblings that the Scarlet X Cloud device would release before the traditional console Scarlet. And at the time, I'm like, really? Why would they do that? You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't understand the logic. But now, as we're hearing these rumors, you know, from Brad about a discless Xbox, maybe, maybe like Bonds is saying, maybe they are one in the same, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe in 2019, we do get the X Cloud device. And I just want to shout out what B Money said to try because he actually made some good points in the fact that, um, as far as Microsoft trying to reach markets 
that they're generally not strong in, right? And when you bring that price point down, you know, to whatever, $150, $200 with a discless Xbox, you know, kind of thing, you have in Game Pass in that. Now we're talking about also Scarlet X Cloud mobile devices. These are all markets that Microsoft generally wouldn't be able to penetrate with a traditional $400 to $500 box, you know? Mm -hmm. So now, and this is where I see what King is saying with the genius of Phil, this is how you get and make your weaknesses into strength and you start to to permeate that so this is very interesting to me you know like like ma said this system per specifically may not be for me because yes i'm an xbox one x owner but the thing like we always say for addict it's not about you know <laughs> it's not about what it applies to me it about the rest of the world even though something that doesn't may not necessarily appeal to me or have use for me there's tons of gamers tons and tons of gamers in markets and like mods are saying in poland where they see that price and they're like oh and 100 games or whatever 200 games and xbox you know game pass is only a buck and then you also throw the option that maybe we have the streaming option you know on your 4g phone on top of that now you're hitting a whole demographic we're not even familiar with that could really help Microsoft in this whole, you know, two billion gamers campaign thing. What do you think, King? Listen, Microsoft is a global company. Mm -hmm. All right. And our vision is where we are. Right. Right. So we can only see, you know, as far as our nose, we're not inside the boardrooms and we don't make uh the choices that go along with these companies. We like to believe we do, but mm -hmm. we don't. Um but this system, like you mm. said, it's not for me. It's, right. it's, it's not even, and you know what? It might be for me. It might be something that I'll purchase for my, my kid. Right. All right. Um, as a parent, you start to look at a different way in uh, mm -hmm. spending money because, you know, you are purchasing, you're trying to get the value for your dollar for your children. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to the Lord Sovereign about uh, the 2D s uh mm -hmm. the you know the the new one mm -hmm. and he said the price point he actually got it for 71 dollars for his nephew mm. and i said that's a no-brainer that is mm -hmm. me definitely that getting my son this that is stocking stuffer uh area like you know what i mean like that's territory think, that you can't even what, think twice about it what right. you said is stocking stuff right but a couple of years ago that was a major purchase mm -hmm. that was that was a the actual box under the tree right mm -hmm. So now to turn that box under the tree mm -hmm. into something that is an impulse buy that was like, mm -hmm. hey, I was walking past the store. I got that for you mm -hmm. type of thing. And for somebody, somebody else, that becomes the, the prize under the tree. Mm -hmm. They are taking the thought out of going into the store. Mm -hmm. And they're putting it into a value, like you're you're, you're perceiving, like Matt said, you're perceiving the value mm -hmm. of the package opposed to exactly what you're getting. A lot of times, grandparents mm -hmm. and stuff go inside stores and they see what's the best thing I can get to do for the least amount of money. And, mm -hmm. and when that becomes that option, like B Money says, trying to get those two billion people, the people that are out of the box that aren't the core gamers, we aren't the target. The target is those other people, the the the, mm -hmm. the consumer, the other consumers. Mm -hmm. I believe it's going to reach them because the strategy involved, like Matt says, is genius. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, this 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 is big. This is big, man. I definitely, it's going to be interesting to see how this thing plays out. As far as um, you know, is it one and the same with the uh, Project X Cloud thing? You know, is it is Project X Cloud just something of a feature that of all devices going to be very interesting? Solve. I need to know if we can rapid fire. Uh, the, uh TGA. I mean, we can. We could definitely do that. I, um, yeah, because we, I we're I skipping have... a whole hell of a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. Now we're not doing esports and all that. Yeah, no, so that's just that's the major that. joints. Because I already Attic already hit me with his thing. I just want to get because he, he I got his votes in. Okay. And you know what I'm saying? So I already know what he won. I can tell you. And let's just rapid fire just the important stuff okay. and just save game of the year for the last one. And let's okay. just fly out of here. Okay. That. So I'm going backwards. Mm -hmm. Um. So I'm gonna start from best multiplayer game. Mm -hmm. Right, and the nominees are mm -hmm. Black Ops Four, Destiny Two, Forsaken, mm. Fortnite, Monster Hunter World, and Sea of Thieves. <laughs> so All right, I'm gonna jump. I'm jump in right quick. I'm going with my heart. My head says it's, <laughs> my heart says Destiny. <laughs> it's probably not gonna win because this was um this multiplayer best multiplayer. Yes. Yeah, I'm going with my heart. Um, yeah, it's not gonna win, but I'm definitely this is uh Forsaken for me. Lord King? Oh, Fortnite. Okay, Lord Mods? Um, are we talking about what I think or uh, what I would what like you, to see? Yeah, just, or, just what do you what do you think going to win or just what do you want oh, to win? Okay, all right. I think that Fortnite going to win. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the, the crowd and Fortnite on this one. <laughs> Go for that. <laughs> I have never played Fortnite and probably never will, but I think it's going to win. <laughs> All right. So, for I best multi, for me, but, yeah. hold on, hold on. I'm looking at Addict's choices. He's got Fortnite. All right. Continue. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Next category is mm -hmm. best sports slash racing game. Um, <laughs> the nominees are FIFA 19, mm -hmm. Forza Horizon 4. Mm -hmm. Mario Tennis Aces, mm -hmm. NBA 2K19, and Pro Evolution Soccer 2019. All right. I think Forza is just going to smash this all yes, the way. Forza I'm going Forza Horizon 4, and uh, I believe um, Addict also has Forza. So those are our folks. Yep. I'm Forza yeah. as well. Uh, although, yeah. I mean, that those FIFA games, they have worldwide appeal, but I, Forza. Forza mm -hmm. my heart. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Forza to me. Forza no King. Yeah. FIFA. Oh, yeah, going against the grain. It's not, no, I'm trying not, to win. I'm not trying to. <laughs> all, all that stuff that you're sitting in, you're putting your heart into it. I know what I like. Ooh, I'm just going to win. Remember, crown yeah. your lord last year. Yeah. I am the returning champion. That's nice. You're going to lose this year. Nice, Tony. <laughs> Let's go. I'm trying go. to rattle teeth all like right. Phil. Let's go. Best, <laughs> best strategy game. Mm. Banner Saga 3, mm. Battletech, mm. Frostpunk, mm. Into the Breach, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Okay. I'm going with my heart. I love Banner Saga. I think the series is fantastic. I'm going with Banner Saga 3. And for Addict, I have his vote is he's going with Battletech. So those are two votes. I have to go with Into the Breach. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on Into the Breach. <laughs> the Breach. Let's go. Into the breach. And Into, into the, the Breach is going to clean house here. They really yeah. are. Into the Breach. I'm into, into the Breach. The breach. All right, all right. Lord Lord Mas, I agree into the, into the Breach, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are we doing Best Family Game? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, think, I don't know okay. if I have a vote for Addict on Family Game. So we might not be able to do it because, yeah, we don't have his vote. It won't be fair. Okay, yeah. so let's not do Family mm -hmm. Game. Okay, next one. Best fighting game. All right. Mm -hmm. So the nominees are Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, 
mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Fighters, mm-hmm. Soul Calibur Six, and Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition. Mm. I'm going with that Soul Calibur, baby. I'm going with that Soul Calibur Six. Um, Addict's vote is Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. I agree. Dragon Ball. I agree. Yeah, yep. Dragon Ball. Yeah. Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the way this is feeling. I'm losing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we move on to best RPG. Right, mm. we have Dragon Quest Eleven: Echoes of an Elusive Age. Mm-hmm. We have Monster Hunter World, Nino Kuni Two: Revenant Kingdom, wow. mm. Octopath tough. Traveler, mm. and Pillars of Eternity Two: Dead Fire. Woo! <laughs> Man, this is tough. Um, I struggle because they have Monster World Hunter World in here. Mm-hmm. My heart says Octopath or Noonie, but I think Monster Hunter is gonna win this. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick Monster Hunter here. Um, Addict has Pillars of Eternity. Yep, I agree with Addict. Gee, I don't mm. like this. <laughs> no, I, I mean I, I don't think they'll win. But I, that game is just too good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will go with Octopath Traveler. I'm going to go with Nino. Mm, okay. What else we got? All righty. Next category. Best action adventure game. Mm. We have AC Odyssey. Whew. God of War. Mm. Marvel Spider-Man. Mm. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm. And Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Damn. This Damn is, yo, this is, is tough. tough. <laughs> All right. I mean, this is easy. <laughs> oh! So, Mods, go ahead, Mods. Go ahead, Mods. You, you, this is easy. Let me hear, let me hear Mods yeah, vote. Red Dead Redemption, I guess. Woo! Yeah. Best action. Okay, okay. I got it. Yeah. All right. I, I would like. I usually like to give other games their sign in other categories, but I, it's got to be Red Dead for me. Awesome. You got Red Dead. <laughs> I'm gonna go against the grain. I'm gonna go against the grain. Um, I feel that Red Dead is gonna scoop up in so many other categories. Um, oh, this is tough, man, because you got God of War in here. Assassin's Creed Combat. Mm, I don't know if I'm gonna give it Assassin's Creed on combat. So basically, my it comes down to me. Not this in Red Dead, but it comes down to me between Spidey and God of War. And I think God, you kind of got to give it to God of War on combat, like action, adventure, mm. combining combat. With, oh, but they say with traversal. Combat Spider-Man traversal. got traversal. Oh, yeah. And puzzles, but this is tough. Man. Spider-Man traversal is, re- I mean, that just All right. Wins. I'm going to keep it a buck. I think this is the only category Spider-Man has a shot at winning. I know King going to be mad with me, but I think I'm going to go with Spidey on this one. Yeah. This is where I think Spidey comes through. An addict, he has <laughs> Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. All right. So that th- things get blurry after that because ne- I next got one God is- of War. God of War for King. Ooh. Okay. So next one is just best action game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it says for the best game in the action genre focused on combat. Mm. Mm. All right. Mm. So the nominees are Call of Duty for Black, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, mm-hmm. Dead Cells. Mm. Destiny 2 Forsaken. Oh, let's go. Far Cry 5. Mm. Mega Man 11. Mm, okay. Action. Tough. Oh, man, this is tough. We got uh, we got Dead Cells in there. That's a tough one. You know my heart is that Destiny. I think this is the only shot Destiny got of winning any award because <laughs> Fortnite is not in there. Because once Fortnite's in the building, you're not winning. 
So this is the one I'm going with my heart, but I actually think they got a shot at. So I'm going with Destiny. Addict for action. Oh, actually, Addict's going with Destiny also. So he's got. Okay. So me and him on Destiny. What about the rest of you lords? Somehow Catch. I feel like Black Ops Four has a chance. Yeah, yeah. it's a good game, man. Playing blackout mode. Yeah, it's a good game. Mm -hmm. Sovereign King. Dead cells for me. Yeah. yeah, I'm going with uh Black Ops. You traitor! <laughs> Listen, I'm not talking about what I like. He's trying to, he try to take a page. He's trying to take a page of what I did last he's not, year. He's, yeah. not, he's not about those knees. He's not he's about, about that knee. You got to crowd your lawn. Uh, um, no, I'm, listen, I'm going with the populace. Hello. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this one's interesting. Best VR AR game. Oh, oh, I, I, I got to see, I gotta see if Attic voted on that. He didn't. You know he don't like VR, so yeah. I don't think he voted on that. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. Um, so we got to skip that one. You want to skip it? Or you yeah, because we got to have a consensus. Yeah, we have to have, you know, group. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Did he vote on best mobile game? Nope. Mm, no, you know Attic ain't about no. that. Mm -hmm. uh, next one. Best independent game? Yes, nope. he got he, 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 he voted on that. Okay, mm -hmm. great. So the nominees for best indie game are mm -hmm. Celeste. Oh, that's my heart. Ooh. Dead Cells. Oh, that's my heart. Into the Breach. Oh, that's my heart. <laughs> Return <laughs> of the Obra Dinn. I've heard a lot about this game the last yeah. couple of months, and I haven't touched it. I have no idea what it is. And of course, The Messenger. That is also my heart. Whoa, man. Man, this oh. is tough. This is tough. Oh. You're looking at, you said best indie. How come? Oh, I'm looking at best debut indie. Where's best indie? Hold on. Give me them. Give me them choices one more time for the best regular indie. Celeste, mm -hmm. Dead Cells, mm. Into the Breach, Return of the Obra Dinn, and The Messenger. Okay, I look at it. Ice cold. Okay, man, this is tough. Celeste is probably gonna win. Yep. Um, because it's in the game of the year category, I believe, and it's not gonna win game of the year. But even though it's a great mention. Um, my heart is the messenger, but I the message is not gonna win. As much as I love that game, it's not gonna win. Damn, Dead Cells is tough though. That's a good one too. Um Woo! Into the breach. I've heard good things. Yeah, I'm gonna go with this is Celeste winning. I'm gonna play logic now. I think Celeste is gonna take this one. Surprisingly, Addict has my game. He has the messenger. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked by that because he was giving me so much crap when we had packs and I was covering it. <laughs> what do you guys got? What do the rest of the Lords got? I got I got Celeste. Celeste. Mm, Celeste. Yeah, Celeste, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone Carl writes in this is the police too. Yeah, that's my writing value. <laughs> that's right. All right. Did he vote on games for impact? Oh, uh, I believe he did. Hold on, let me see. Games for impact. Yes, he did. He did. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't played a lot of these, but okay. Eleven Eleven Memories Retold. Mm -hmm. Um, Celeste. Mm. Florence. Mm. Life is Strange Two Episode mm. One. Mm. And the last game is The Missing. JJ Macfield and the Island of Memories. Ooh, a lot of these games I have not played. <laughs> um, so this is going to be tough. I'm just going to go with my bias pick based on history, which is, and I've heard good things about the new one, which is Life is Strange. So I'm going to go with Life is Strange too. Don't not. They always dock it out with the feels. I'm going this. Addict has, oh, Addict has Life is Strange too as well. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. What the rest of those guys? I have Celeste again. That story mm -hmm. um, is is kind of amazing for such a small, tiny little game. It's great. Yeah. So. I can see that. Yes, yeah, Celeste. Mm -hmm. Life is strange, sir. I'll take that. 
<laughs> all right what we got all righty so uh best performance mm-hmm. vote yeah. on that yep yes he did, he did. okay brian Deschartes, Deschart as connor and detroit become human mm. wow enjoy yeah. he did right. his thing he did christopher his thing. judge as kratos god of war mm. oh boy uh, Melisanti Mahout as Cassandra, Assassin's Ooh. Creed Odyssey. She should have been the only character in that game. <laughs> oh, dude, shots fired. I heard that too. Yeah. Wow. Roger mm. Clark as Arthur Morgan, Red Dead Redemption mm. 2. And Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker, Marvel's Spider Man. Mm. Ah. <laughs> this is what, first of all, everybody could win this. Really? Everybody really? could win this. Like, this is. Man, this is just most competitive, probably in my opinion. <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's do, let's, let's do process of elimination. Uh, I love Detroit, but my man ain't gonna win. They're not gonna <laughs> win. Um, now here's where it get interesting. Yuri did his thing in Peter Parker, but I don't. I think it comes down to the final three. I think God of War, dude. You know how he get down. But then he kind of limited with his boys. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna probably go between Arthur, Roger Clark for us, Arthur Morgan. Now I heard amazing things about Cassandra in Amazing yeah. Assassin's Creed. It's gonna it's down to these two. The popular pick is definitely Arthur Morgan. There's no doubt. If Assassin's Creed is gonna win anything, I think this is the shot. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Cassandra. I'm gonna go with Homegirl. I think I think Red Dead's gonna do its thing. And remember, it's not only voice acting, it's the motion and performance capture as well. So when you talk about Kratos, Kratos, like there was a lot of emotional, quiet moments. Yeah, he was just buoying it up. And yeah, like I can't give him performance on that. Arthur Morgan could win this. Like, it's no doubt. Like Arthur Morgan's one of the best characters. It's tough. I might might regret this. It probably is going to be, it's probably going to be Arthur Morgan. But I'm going to go with Cassandra because, again, from everything I've seen and from everything I, from people I trust on that game, they said her performance is outstanding. I saw some stuff from Addict when I was watching that that I was like, yeah. So I'm going, I'm going there. Um, Addict has Red Dead. He has Arthur Morgan. That's his choice. I have Arthur Morgan re- as well. Yeah, okay. Arthur Morgan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go with Red Dead as well. Boy. Okay. Yeah. Boy. boy. Okay, Red right. Dead. Okay. What well, we got? Boy, I'm going mm-hmm. with God of War. Boy. <laughs> You know they probably Arthur Morgan probably says boy a lot more than than, than Kratos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So did he do best audio design? Best audio, I believe I saw. It. Yes, he did. He did. Oh, great, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the nominees are. Yeah, you dragging out my daughter's birthday, man. I'm sorry, man. We covered. This is it. This is the last. This is, yeah, this is the last. We the last um, category. Call of Duty: Black Ops Four. Mm-hmm. Or is the Horizon Four? God of War, Marvel Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption 2. All right. First off, the fact that there ain't no Destiny in here is sacrilegious. I'm tired of Destiny getting disrespected <laughs> on audio. Every game awards. I am sick of this crap. But I got to vote on what's left. Um, Damn. I'm surprised Forza isn't here on audio. Um, hmm. Oh, I think I might, I might have to go with Red Dead here. The uh-huh. use of audio. I think Red Dead's use of audio is really amazing. I can't remember anything spectacular in God of War. It's, it's just the it, yeah, Red Dead is just the, the nature sounds, the way yeah. the swells and goes down, like it, yeah. everything, everything is kind of nuts. 
surprisingly, Red Dead's gonna win this. I think I got yep. Red Dead on on audio, and uh, it looks like Addict has uh, Red Dead as well. Okay, me too. Red Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mads here. King. Same here, Red Dead. King. I'm going with Spider Man because the crowd downstairs they'd be like Spider Man. Oh my God! Can I take a picture with you? Oh, steady sounds. Oh no, Spider Man. If Spider Man gonna win anything, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, Continue. So did he do best score? Yes, he did. Okay, so best score: mm-hmm. Celeste, mm. God of War, mm. Marvel Spider Man, mm. Nino Kuni Two. Mm. Octopath Traveler, oh. Red Dead Redemption Two. Man, this is tough. Oh, man. Musical score. I'm I'm gonna take this one. I'm gonna take the lead on the Nina Cooney. Yep, Cooney. <laughs> I'm, yes. I'm going with Nina Cooney. That joint is fire. It is. I didn't play it is kind of ridiculous. I didn't play Nino yet. Damn. Um, yeah, that's my that's my advantage over you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Celeste got some good music, though. Yeah, go with that. Go with Celeste. Celeste got some good music, fam. (laughs) Octopath. I don't remember anything outstanding from outstanding. Like, playing out. It was okay. I'm going with Spidey. I'm going to go with Celeste. I'm going to go with Celeste here. Just only, 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 I would have picked Nuno. I just didn't play it, so I can't honestly pick somebody to play. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Celeste. Looks like Attic went with Celeste also. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mox. Mox. Nina Kuni. Oh. All right, let's go. Speed through. Best art direction. All right. And that is for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and Mm -hmm. animation. Mm -hmm. So the uh, nominees are AC Odyssey, Mm -hmm. God of War, Octopath Mm -hmm. Traveler, Red Dead 2, Return Mm -hmm. of the Obra Din. Art direction. That's technical <laughs> achievement in artistic design and animation. Oh. Whew. Man, this is tough. Um, I think it's got to go down to, 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 to the heavyweights, man. I think it's got to go down to the God of War and the, um, and the Red Dead. And artist- I got to read that category one time. Creative and technical achievement and in artistic design and animation. Hmm. Animation in God of War is pretty tough, man. Yeah. Pretty tight. Um <laughs> well, this is tough, man. It's it, this is really a pick'em. It, it's really what you view as beautiful art, you know. Right. I might damn. I might go with God of War only because it read the animations are slow. <laughs> They're slow. <laughs> They're realistic in a way that no one else does. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Cause but, I God, but but God of War is more flashy and stuff. So. Yeah, God of War is more popping. Like it's a more poppy mm. kind of a game. So I'm gonna go God of War here, but I, you know, I can see this going. In. Attic has Assassin's Creed, by the way. Okay, I have mm. I have read that. I think the hardest thing to do is mimic reality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think I'll <laughs> I'll go with God of War. Jay Files yeah. is a savage. Just a big hit. Pick Red Dead Redemption for easy. Got a war. All right. Got a war. Got a war. Okay. Okay. All right. Next category: Best Narrative. Mm. Um, and that goes. Uh, let me see. We have Detroit Become Human. Mm. We have God of War. Mm. We have Life of Strange Episode Two. Episode Life of Strange Two Episode One. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Marvel Spider Man. Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh, damn it. Damn it, man. 
Now, it's, I feel sad for Detroit because technically this is the category it should be winning. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, it's going to come down to Red Dead on this, bro. I think it's going to have to because Red Dead's just doing such too much. A mature, it's just doing too much. It's a mature level story. You know, yeah. I might have to go with Red Dead on this. Surprisingly, Attic has Detroit. I'm shocked. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going with Red Dead. I'm nowhere near finishing that game, but I heard amazing things about the ending. So generally, that's me. Yeah, so. I got to go with Red Dead, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so, I'll, yeah. Go, I'll go with Red Dead as well. Okay, I'm cool. down with Matt's Red Dead, baby. All right. <laughs> did, he, did, he, did he do game direction? Uh, I don't see it. I don't see it. No, yes, yes, he did. He did. Yes, he did. Okay. All Damn right, you, so. addict man! <laughs> the day that the you are to just pick small stuff. This he got to bother you. He got to bother you even when he's yeah. not here. All right. Best game direction. A way out. King's gonna have a chuckle about that one. A way mm. out. Uh, I <laughs> wouldn't know. Never so, finished it. Yeah, I don't know Saul, Saul took a way out and finished it. Yeah. <laughs> Detroit become human. Mm-hmm. God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, and Red Dead Redemption Two. All right. Tough um, game direction. What does that mean, though? Well, how, what are they saying? They're saying it outside. said awarded to a game studio for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Damn it. Uh, that, that has to be Red Dead. I'm down with Red yes. Dead. It's probably going to be Red Dead here. I'm going to vote with my heart, though, because I'm a Detroit sucker. And I think Detroit got to win something, but I, probably not. But yeah, I'm going to Detroit here. Uh, Addict's going with. Oh, what's up? Yeah, what's Addict going with? Addict's going with a way out. I agree. I Ooh. agree. It's Ooh. something. A way out is just unique. It's just very unique. I wouldn't know. I didn't think <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with Detroit Become Human. Woo, that's right, bud. Give me one vote. <laughs> All right. Uh, best yeah. ongoing game. Did you do that? King, King voted? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Red Dead. Oh, Red, Red Dead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Red oh, King trying to win. He ain't playing politics. Best, <laughs> best ongoing game. Yep, we got that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so nominees. Destiny 2, Forsaken. Mm. Fortnite. Oh, shit. No man. <laughs> <laughs> we can just mail this one in. Yeah. No Man's Sky, Overwatch, and Rainbow Six Siege. Mm. Mm. All right. No. I can't go. My Fortnite. heart says Forsaken is not winning. Uh, it's it, Fortnite's winning this in the landslide. It's not even yeah. close. Um, I I feel Attic though. He's got um he's got Siege. Siege and Siege should win. Siege is the game that should win, but right. Fortnite's gonna win. But I think I, I see where he's going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Fortnite is gonna win. Mm-hmm. Sadly, but. sadly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And okay, are we missing anybody on this one? Matt, Matt, did you vote? No, I said for- Fortnite. Fortnite. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said I ain't missed. Okay, Fortnite. King, King Fortnite. Okay, final yep. category: Game of the Year. <laughs> The nominees are Assassin's mm. Creed Odyssey, mm. Celeste. I like Celeste being there. That's that's dope. God of War, mm. Marvel Spider-Man, <laughs> Monster Hunter World. I'm feeling to be there too, and Red Dead Redemption too. Let's go. You know my vote. <laughs> Listen, yeah. right now you think I'm going to put up Spidey. I'm going to vote with my heart. I lost last year by voting with my heart. <laughs> and I'm going to vote with 
what everybody gave me the most flack that I've got on Twitter. Like the most <laughs> hate. God war boy. Woo! I'm going with the boy for the win. With the boy? For the win. For the win. You're going with the boy for the win. It's not a bad choice, man. I'm just say off top. Sorry, Celeste, not winning this. Yeah. Um, Spidey not winning this. Monster Hunter World not winning. It's just down to the heavyweights. It's just a heavyweight battle right now. It's it's gonna be Red Dead. Red Dead just came through like a whirlwind, man. It just came through like a whirlwind. And um, with Red Dead, I'm voting with Red my Dead. heart, but I think it could be God of War just because with Red Dead, mm. people have overall more negative things to say about it mm-hmm. than than God of War. I think it could be God of War, but I'm still voting with my heart. Red Dead. I hey, I just didn't think it would sneak through the back door and, and just generate. I thought it would be too late in the cycle that God of War had it dominated, but yeah. that's just me. Addict has. Oh my God! Attic has Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, he that was his, he was talking He's about riding, baby. I love he that is. about him. He is I love that. That's why he don't win. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> want to win, and he go with Attic's world. Yay! Mods, what do you have? Yeah, I read that. All right, so that's it, man. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Pull and get out of here. All right. With the recent announcement of Sony not attending nor holding an off-site press conference during E3, is this a mistake by Sony to skip on gaming's largest event of the year? The choices are, A, yes, Sony skipping E3 is a promotional misstep and breeds arrogance. B, (laughs) no, E3 is overrated, and Sony can gear up for PS5 as the market leader. Or C, I don't care, Ghost of Tsushima Flute Man is the real loser here. (laughs) That is the question. Those are the choices. Please write the ILP vote when it goes up. Lord Mods Gaming, an absolute pleasure to have you in the realm of the Lords. Great perspective from overseas. We learned a lot, especially how you got those systems. That was quite humorous. <laughs> Where can the five people find you? And what do you have going on? Is he still existing? Oh, his mic is muted. His mic is muted. His mic is muted. He's so excited. He muted his mic. Bonds, can you hear us? <laughs> well, maybe Bonds will come back at some point. <laughs> anyway, Lloyd Soft. Where can the five people find you? Well, they can Sorry. find me under a palm tree uh, this coming week, chilling out. <laughs> but you can find me um, on on Twitter, Lord LP and PSN Xbox Live, uh, BX Sovereign. Guys, have a great Thanksgiving with your family, friends, and so they have a lot of food, play a lot of games, and be safe. Um, Lord Mods, thank you for coming through. It's always great to get perspectives on gamers from around the world because mm-hmm. everybody's experience is so different, and it's just amazing that we always come back to the same thing. That we always <laughs> circle back to the same thing, and that's fantastic. So thank yeah, you so much bro. for being here. No doubt. Oh, Lord Mods is back, man. Like, absolute pleasure to have you in the room, man. Where can the fine people find you? What do you have going on, sir? Uh, well, YouTube obviously mods gaming, so mm-hmm. check check that on uh, on uh, YouTube. I mean, I I mostly focus on more technical side of things, obviously. So if you mm-hmm. into into specs and 4K gaming, well, Woo! check my <laughs> channel out. Next gen you know, mods, let's yeah, go. Next gen mods, yeah. So uh, oh, and then obviously on Twitter, so that's at um, MD Woods uh, underscore TW, I believe. Nice. If I if my <laughs> memory serves me right so um yeah thank you very much for inviting me for the invite absolute pleasure i had a blast honestly you know thank I, you. I, I love your podcast and stuff and thank your you, humor thank and the way you handle gaming i love it so thank yeah, thanks for having me 
means a lot. They definitely have you back in the future as well. A pleasure, Lord Mods was in the round, the Lord of Poland and Next Generation Gaming. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So, uh, Lord King, where can the five people find you? First of all, first and foremost, shout out to the Polish Pusha T. Um, <laughs> Mods, uh, the fact that, you know, uh, gaming all over the world, and I love that whole thought about it, that he was doing, going to shady people to get games just like we were doing in New York. Um, Addiction is... Yes, it's, it's crazy. It, it's, 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 some things, man. It's, it's universal. Everybody's experiences, right. and this, this, that goes to show you again. And I'm gonna keep saying it every time we have a new guest from a different place, and they're doing the same thing that you're doing. You're not different than the person next to you. You mm -hmm. have the same love affair, and it's this gaming thing that keeps us bonded and tied to each other. So the infighting about what system is better is stupid, mm -hmm. um, because it's just it boils down to gaming, all right. Mm -hmm. So um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, the Facebook community. I'm in there retweeting most of Cognito's busy business. Um, <laughs> And, you know, we're posting pictures, and you're going to catch me at Medieval Times. Oh, you can catch me with, like, Microsoft gearing up for E3. <laughs> oh my god but you Sony dudes I'm gonna have y'all sit in the corner and watch us play watch us dance watch us dance Lord God you know here man obviously absolute pleasure that Lord Mod came through and Lord Alec you were definitely missed so we can hopefully get him back in the realm next mm, Sunday not really it was a lit show oh my god <laughs> <laughs> there, there were hardly any interruptions man oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that Lord Alec <laughs> <laughs> Salute the attic, man. You definitely missed by me. <laughs> Love you, attic. <laughs> Love to miss you. <laughs> yeah, that's thank you again for coming through. You already know the audio is going to be up later. Please hit that like and subscribe to all the outlets. You know the audio from Kaibatsu shall be coming. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. The links will be in the description. All that helps us out big time. Shout out to Lord Sonaldo and the stream team. We got a review coming out. And also our guy, Lord Potentially Perfect. She'll be having an article dropping soon. And I can't say any website things just yet because Dizzy's going to kill me. <laughs> so uh, we got some things coming, man. We got some things all popping. We definitely appreciate the support. Also our, Lord, our young blood, Lord MJ, got things cooking as well. Please make sure you still sign up ILP Smash Brothers giveaway and that ILP Patreon. We got a lot of giveaway things to get give out to you guys, but Soft cannot do it unless you grease his palms and get in the Patreon. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Flashpoint number 40 with my man Ebontis is up. This was a banger. We got the legendary Rick Cactus HD. He was in the building. We had a special time on Saturday talking everything about Bungie fighting back against Activision. All the latest with the Black Armory DLC. Please check that out. That is already up on the ILP YouTube channel. And I know King's got combat talk cooking. I see Errol Spence and some people talking, so I know he's counting down. <laughs> I was hyped when I saw whatever B-Money was showing me. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know that's covered. If anybody's got anything else, Everybody enjoy your Sunday. We out of here. Peace.